0: Order using DoorDash today. Terms apply. All right. Good to see you or listen or be here. What I'm telling you is this I got an exciting show coming up. I will be in Las Vegas uh, January 31st and February 1st at the Mirage Hotel and Casino. And you can get tickets TheoVon.com slash tour. Uh, also, coming up, um, I have a show in Toronto. Uh, England, Scotland, Norway, Amsterdam, somewhere else as well. All of those tickets available theovoncom dot slash tour. Today's guest is a vibrant man, a real um. He's well. He's as Arkansas as you can get. Um, he uh, he's rising in the ranks of MMA. Uh, and uh, and I'm just really honored to have him on here today. He's very inspirational. Today's guest is none other than Thug Nasty Bryce Mitchell.
1: Bryce Mitchell. How was that flight, man? Nah, uh, I don't like flying. Really? I wore my boots for the flight.
0: Yeah? The whole time you take them off while you're on the plane? No,
1: I don't know. I leave them boots on. You know why I wear my boots on a plane?
0: Hold on, let me think for a second. Nuh-uh.
1: Right when I get on, I'm looking for terrorists. Really? Always assume there's about four of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and if there's four of them, you know how they operate, right? There's going to be two sleepers. So, I'm really, I'm looking for the four ones that are going to pop up. Yeah. Those are the motherfuckers I'm dropping first. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the most that can attack you, even if there's four of them on a plane, only two can attack you. One in the front, one in the back. I got right. a pair of boots. I'm going, boom, right to the nuts. Right to the You know nut. what I'm saying? Boom, right to the nuts. Boom, boom. Turn around. Taking out another one. I'm going to start stomping on their heads and shit. Yeah. And, uh... Then I'm looking for the sleepers. Oh, yeah. So
0: And so the sleepers, is it, but how many more do you think that they would
1: have? At least two sleepers, yeah. if, if they know what they're doing. If not, there's some rookies. I'm going to fuck them up anyways. Yeah, know? if
0: not, this is Bush League terrorism.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is a,
0: if not, this is a small-time outfit, you know? It's probably just some fucking fellas out, out of Jackson. You know, It's probably just some guys that went to USM. You know, yeah. that's probably all it
1: is. Mm-hmm. I'm ready for the real shit. Yeah.
0: Dude, I think about that sometimes. A buddy of mine reported a uh reported a guy in his on his flight who seemed like sketchy, you know. Mm-hmm. And the whole time the flight attendant's like watching this guy and I think it was just like a sweaty guy. Mm-hmm. You know? Just look real fidgety. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I keep my eyes a, on him, yeah. yeah. Those but, could be your sleepers right there. Yeah, yeah, you know? I love that, they man. might not stand up first, but you know they're back there just geeking. They're just Yeah ready. they're ready. Yeah. <laughs> they're just back there sharpening their fuses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they got their little shanks and shit. <laughs> yeah where I got my boots on,
0: buddy. <laughs> I love it, man. Um, was it nerve-wracking? This is your first time to Los Angeles? Yes, sir. That's awesome.
1: Well, I've, I've actually stopped at the airport before because my mom, she took me to Hawaii one time, me and my sister, and we stopped to LA and then flew to Hawaii, but this is my first time like getting out, walking around and stuff. I really like the sushi. Yeah? got good sushi. You went and had some, huh? Yeah, twice already. <laughs> Damn, yeah. bro. You fucking like like branching sushi. out. Yeah, I know, man. They're not going to recognize it. you when you no. get home, man. <laughs> They're gonna,
0: cause I, the, a lot of sushi. I had grown up. A lot of time we just had catfish mostly, mm-hmm. which is really my favorite. Mm-hmm. But then
1: you start getting catfish uh, get, in the sushi. No, I've never had catfish in sushi. I'm about to say now that yeah. don't sound good at all. <laughs> yeah. You got to fry that catfish, man. I've tried to do gumbo's and whatnot with it, man. It sh- it just needs to be fried.
0: Yeah, wonder why that is. I wonder why you can't do catfish as like a um like a sushi.
1: Well well. You can't eat it raw because it's like a freshwater or what whatnot. I've heard that it's oh, that a, makes good you, sense. You probably. can only eat those uh saltwater fish oh, mainly, that makes sense. mainly saltwater fish. You can only eat them raw, but like salmon, I guess they're saltwater and freshwater, they kind of alternate or something like that. But catfish, you ain't supposed to eat it raw yeah. ever.
0: Uh, I guess even by looking at it, if I look at it, I'll be like, oh, I ain't eating this raw. Yeah, but just look it in the face, it they, make me feel like...
1: Dude, they're my favorite. Yeah. They are my favorite. They're my favorite to catch. They're probably my favorite to eat. They're just like little dirty bottom feeders, man, You're just talking. like me.
0: <laughs> hey, man, bro. Dude, I remember we used to go fishing for like bullheads, they used to call them, like yeah. small. Cat, yeah, little You know what ones, I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. yeah and we'd go like. catch those, and those are like some of the first things that we would catch when I well, was Well, them are um, the
1: tastiest ones. You know, when they start getting too big, they don't taste as good. You have to actually trim off a lot of the meat. Yeah when they get too big you get like a 10 pounder you're gonna be you know trimming some meat off of it that you don't even want to eat because it turns red because once they get like a certain age i guess all the chemicals and shit in the water starts building up in their system
0: because they're collectors really that's the thing they're almost like a shrimp of a fish really i mean they're definitely Mm -hmm. they're not really yeah i guess they're not your cleanest ones oh that's interesting i never thought that sushi comes from a lot more of ocean fish
1: yeah, that salt water I guess purifies it or something like that. But uh, what do you
0: get? What kind of sushi do you get?
1: I like the salmon and well, sashimi. I, I like them all. I yeah. like every damn one of them. But I just the reason I get the salmon is because I hear everybody say it's the uh, the healthiest for you. So I will get like salmon and scallop and stuff like that because I'm really just trying to eat healthy when I eat it.
0: Yeah. Um, now what will you get? You get that sashimi where they cu- it's just the fish, or you get it on the little on those little the I do, little rice back.
1: I do the rolls of it where they come in like little rolls like that big. Yeah. And sometimes it, like the one I got today, it had, it had salmon in the middle of the roll. And then on the outside it had, or I mean, I'm sorry. it had scallops in the middle of the roll and on the outside it had salmon. Mm. So I'm just trying to eat healthy really. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: so you like sushi because it really provides it provides it's easy to eat healthy there.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's like something good that that's healthy too. You know, because a lot of the stuff that you that you eat that's healthy, you don't really like it. You yeah. know, it's just you're just eating it because it's healthy. Well, sushi, I like it and it's healthy, so yeah. killed two birds with one stone.
0: Do they have a sushi place in your town?
1: they have one and i mean it's it's pretty pricey you know if i go there it's a special occasion oh yeah prom or actually something. yeah ask my girlfriend out there we went and did had you? sushi yeah yeah yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah that's kind of a dude i remember when i was growing up dude they had one of the night if you took a girl to sushi that that's was, some real shit yeah especially like in level. a small town it, and it was like a real <laughs> that was taking a girl out yeah
1: yeah that's how i that was it. really showing that's her how out. i done it man
0: um the girl that you're seeing did you were you dating her in high school or what
1: no, she's a uh, man. When I was in high school, she was she was waking out of high school. She's older than me, I think she's seven years older than me. So she's an adult. She, yeah, she grown ass woman. <laughs> Damn, bro. <bruh. laughs> Hell yeah, dude.
0: Let her spank you sometime. Mm-hmm. Dude. You know what I'm saying? She
1: might have to, man.
0: I won't say nothing, man. <laughs> I won't say nothing, bro. We used uh... to do Peepin' Tom whenever I was growing up, and we used to go. And they had this one house you could go to dude and the man was always mm-hmm. uh him and the wife was always spanking each other and we would go fucking
1: <laughs> you're just looking through a hole in the wall no no no. by the window we would by just window, get by
0: the window okay. and watch <laughs> nice i used to love it man i used to love that kind of stuff um were you nervous about flying to los Angeles? like i mean you said you flew here before but were you nervous about getting here has there been mm. anything that's been like unique that you've seen oh that stands out you know
1: I pretty much just went to the hotel. I'm actually, uh, I am nervous about walking around town and shit. I didn't really go nowhere. You know, I don't, I don't like to go nowhere. I don't even like to travel. Honestly, I really don't. I like to sit home. I like to, if I got free time, I like to go out somewhere, you know, go fishing or, you know, something like that. But big cities and stuff, they scare me. I don't like walking around. Yeah. uh, Well, I noticed you Especially without my pistol. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know
0: if this is a concealed carry statement. I don't think it is. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't going to fuck
1: right. around and find out. <laughs> but look, I say also keep a couple on you. Know? Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, I say the same thing. I mean, I or just w- throw
0: a bullet really hard at somebody. i fucking do that too.
1: <laughs> I
2: got these boots, but <laughs> yeah, that's about there you it. Go,
0: man. Dude, it would be cool if you got the, the tips of those boots plated like a bullet, you know? Mm-hmm. With like the copper at the really end. That'd be pretty dope.
1: And some steel toes. Yeah, no, they're just regular. I got them for five bucks at a yard sale. So oh, nice. They're just man. your regular ass kicking boots.
0: <laughs> Do you have a yard at home? What's your uh, I know you got a driveway. I've heard you talk about it. Do you have a yard?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's all pasture. It so is? I got like probably, I don't know, maybe. 10 trees or something you know a bunch of you know just acres of just pasture field it's all good hay yeah actually i don't really know a ton about hay but um i called over a buddy who does and he says you got pretty good hay about 50 bucks a bell
0: and they cut it do they does he come and cut it or no
1: well first year that i that <laughs> i moved in um i told my neighbor he, he's really nice and i like the guy his name's mr jimmy mm-hmm. well jimmy had cows out on on me and uh, I didn't care. I wanted the cows out there because they eat the hay, they fertilize. I want to farm it all anyways. You yeah. know, I'm just kind of waiting until I get my farm equipment set up and everything. But I want to farm it. So I want that, that soil being fertile and whatnot. Oh
0: yeah. And it's nice looking too, seeing the cows up yeah. there. Pretty cool. Yeah.
1: They would headbutt my trailer and shit, kind of left some holes. So I had to barb wire around the trailer. But other than that, and you know, they're constantly shitting in the yard, but my dogs kind of scared them off around the uh, trailer. So... They weren't shitting like right by the trailer right. all the time, but sometimes they would. If the dogs would run out, they'd come up to the trailer, they'd headbutt my barbed wire and shit everywhere. But... Oh, so they're playing a little game or something with the <laughs> yeah, 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 they they play grab ass with them dogs out there. <laughs> yeah, <that sounds> like <laughs> but, it, uh, so the first year I had Jimmy, and Jimmy was just taking all the, the hay and giving it to his cows. And Jimmy's nice. I don't mind. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't mind it at all. You know, never said anything about it. So, yeah, take it all. It sure as didn't care. Well, he sold all them cows, right? And so he sold all them cows and some other dudes start taking the hay. Well, I guess his name's Johnny, you know, whatever the hell his name is. I don't know. So Johnny comes over and Johnny's taking the hay. And uh, I tell him, hey, man, how about 200 bucks for this whole field? You know, and that was I, I appraised it. I got my buddy who does it for, you know, on the side. And he said, man, you got. Oh, at yeah. least twelve hundred dollars worth of hay at least maybe fifteen hundred dollars worth just depending on where you're selling it at A grass
0: appraiser dog somebody's yeah. got to know
1: yeah well i got bermuda <laughs> oh Ber- wow bermuda supposed to be the best of the best for the for the hay mm. and he said you've got bermuda in your yard you, you know and good it, shit. i got the good shit this and ain't so, no brown frown dog. No, you got good, that fucking oh, sticky I, yeah it. yeah that's what i'm saying <laughs> yeah, i got no, the good man, shit yeah. and so jimmy comes or johnny comes over and he says, "Can I mow all that?" And I said, "Well, how's two hundred bucks sound?" And like I said, I already had it appraised. It's probably about twelve hundred bucks worth of shit. Typically, you're looking at like a a 40, 60 split. They mm-hmm. take sixty, you take forty, because they're they're paying for all of it. the equipment. Yeah, the, they're 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 putting in hours. Yeah, you know. So 40 You're not doing 60. anything. You're
0: watching them. Yeah. yeah. So and I'm in sit- the land.
1: Yeah, and I'm I'm sitting here asking for less than twenty. You know. And uh, what did he say? Shakes my hand. And says. Okay, you got a deal. Comes back the next day. I'm outside painting. He comes up, storms his truck in my driveway, just slams on the brakes, gets out. This is an older fella, you know, and I'm not a fucking, uh, a cow. I'm not going to punch an older fella. Yeah. You know, but this motherfucker walks up to me like he's going to plumb whoop my ass. He's, he storms up to me and he says, you know what? I thought about what you said and you ain't no man of your word. You told Jimmy he could have all this hay. Blah, 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 blah. And I say, hey, your name ain't Jimmy, motherfucker. You know, I didn't tell you shit, you know. (laughs) I did tell Jimmy he could have the, hey, you ain't Jimmy, you know. And then blah, 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 blah. We Yeah, yeah. And he says, well, I'm putting up a gate between our, or a fence between our yards. I said, I don't give a fuck. You You waste your time, put up your fence. I don't give a fuck. Next day, he comes over apologizing, blah, blah, blah. He says, I'm sorry for the way I acted. I was mad that my, I guess one of his little tools broke. He hit a stump with his little hay harvester and it broke one of his little things so mm-hmm. he was mad about that i forgave him but we're not Damn. on good terms you know wow. <laughs> he just pissed me off <laughs> so you and the
0: hay guy really yeah. y'all have fallen out a little bit yeah yeah definitely Damn. definitely but yeah i guess in some uh do you guys have anything else on your property that's like pecans Mm-mm. acorns anything like that anything that's really li- sellable
1: i got a little bit of acorns in the back I'm going to plant some oak. I have planted some oak trees. I planted two of them. I planted like more than 10 of them. Only two of them left because I planted them at the wrong time. I don't know the first thing about farming. But right. um,
0: but it's a long-term goal of yours?
1: Oh, definitely, man. Like I want to have cattle. I want to put some uh, oak trees in the back, have the acorns and, you know, have corn All and, and taters. Yeah, the whole thing, man. Oh, hell and, and yeah. And my Mimi, she, she grew up on a farm. You know, that's kind of what made me want to do it. And
0: she lives there near you?
1: Well, she she's passed away. She's from Hot Springs, so that's oh, about nice. that's about two hours from my place. So I moved about two hours north of Hot Springs, and uh, let's throw these, on.
0: Put these let's on so we can get in it. Yeah.
2: Well,
1: uh, so she always said that that uh, tomatoes and okra. She she swore up and down. She said tomatoes and okra grows good in Arkansas. So oh wow! I, and so I'm definitely gonna grow tomatoes and okra.
0: And Mimi, you said that's your grandmother? Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, what crops do they have around you guys?
1: Soybeans, uh a lot of corn, a lot of cotton. There's a shit ton of rice. Oh, Arkansas really? Arkansas is the number one producer of rice in the country. I believe number two in the world. Wow. Yeah, out of all the other countries, I think we produce more in most countries in the state of Arkansas.
0: Damn, that's fascinating. I didn't China know China
1: whoops us, but you know, it's all of fucking China. Yeah, if you but go tell from, China
0: to come over here and do it, dude. We'll whoop their ass, That's right? what, I'm you saying, what I'm saying, man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's
2: what I'm saying, dude. Exactly. It's easy
0: to fucking grow, do whatever you're doing over there. Uh-huh. Um, you love Arkansas, man. Mm-hmm. You love it. And I is do. your is your family lived there for a long time or are you guys
1: As far back as I know. Yeah. Uh my family's lived in Arkansas. So I all I know back is my great grandma Cora. My great grandma Cora, you know Bill Clinton's from Arkansas. hmm My great grandma Cora babysat Bill Clinton. Oh wow. Yeah, she she raised him. That's... And what
0: does she remember anything about him? Any low key information? Well, mm-hmm.
1: she loved him. She loved my grandma hated him. My Mimi, mm-hmm. she hated him. She despised him. My mom don't like him, uh, just because of his politics and whatnot. But as as far as uh, who raised him, that was my great grandma. She wow. raised him. Her name's Cora Walters. Hmm. She's in the book uh That My Life by Bill Clinton. Mm-hmm. I don't I didn't read the book. I just skipped to the page with her picture. She's in it. <laughs> That's hilarious,
0: man. I've listened to the what's funny is I've listened to the audio book of that. Mm-hmm. Um Fayetteville's beautiful. People don't give Fayetteville, it doesn't get enough credit, man.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, beautiful. It's, it's about three hours for me. Oh, okay. It, up there is where I bought my Toyota. That's the last time that I went up there. I bought a Toyota this year, a little Corolla, good mm-hmm. on gas. Mm-hmm. Had to drive up to Fayetteville to get it.
0: Does it have a back seat or not? Mm hmm. Yeah.
2: Mm
1: hmm. Yeah, like 240,000 miles on it, still going strong. Oh, damn, yeah. bro.
0: that thing look, dude it's, what I said after 200, it ain't gonna stop. No. Nah. That's what I said. That thing will nah. fucking go till fire gets mm-hmm. it.
1: I got a manual, too.
0: Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Damn, bro. Mm-hmm. Look, it's gonna stuff? go. <laughs> you wear a shirt when you drive or you don't?
1: Just depends. Yeah. I feel, <laughs> right. I
0: feel you, bro. Um, was that your first car?
1: It's my first good one. Uh my other car, actually, I did have a Honda Civic. It was good. Mm-hmm. It was automatic transmission. Yeah. It was going good, man. 220,000 miles in it, and I had to change out the uh, timing belt. And I was going to do it myself, but uh, you had to have this. Well, I thought at the time you you had to have this fancy-ass tool to do it. Mm-hmm. And uh turns out I looked on YouTube. This guy did it. He rigged up his own wrench. It's like you basically have to have this heavy-duty wrench. Yeah, you got
0: or somebody really strong in a crowbar you got to have. And yeah. that's.
1: Yeah, I seen a dude on YouTube doing it with a pipe and a crowbar. Yeah. He, he took his, his wrench, put a pipe on the end of it, and then tugged it in. I could have done that, but mm-hmm. I didn't know that at the time, so I took it in. Two weeks, three weeks after I got that timing belt changed, the mm-hmm. bolt uh, that, that holds all that shit together broke while I was driving down the road. So I already know that the mechanic probably – it wasn't a car. It was probably a mechanic when he was tightening that bolt, and he probably either – stripped it on the way out, you know cracked it on the way out or put it on too tight mm. but the honda civic was a good car now i had a nissan ultima and it was shit it had one of them cvt transmissions
0: oh i don't even familiar with that what man,
1: is it i guess it stands for maybe i used to
0: make love to a girl that had ultima though <laughs> yeah. beautiful girl man god she's beautiful
1: the car sucks though man well well, the the newer ones like the 2007 plus if you go back to like the 90s Mm -hmm. they're good cars but they started fancying them up when they got to like 2007 they started making these CVT transmissions they Mm. are shit man i had my my transmission went out at 110,000 miles jesus that's that's nothing that's
0: nothing at all man that's nothing you could do that bro you could fucking do that on a bike
1: yeah yeah that's what i'm saying and the uh the old ones, though, they were very good. Like the 90s, from the 90s, early
0: 2000s. Yeah, yeah. that's what she had. She had something from the 90s, bro, in this mm-hmm. thing. Solid. The windows didn't work on it, bro, but fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's wet inside. Mm-hmm. But she was a beautiful girl, man. Um, what was your What was the job you had be- before fighting?
1: Uh, I paint a lot. Uh, used to. You ever work at a restaurant or anything like that? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Just painting a lot, really. I mean, I've done some landscaping and shit like that.
0: Do you, do you have does uh, anybody in your family have a business like that? Do landscaping or painting, or how'd you get into painting? Just
1: well, I was playing video games one day. I was like sixteen years old, just some young stupid punk, and I was sitting there in my in my bedroom playing video games. and Some dude killed me. Mm-hmm. I started talking crap. And I got mad and just busted my door down i mean didn't just punch a hole in it i mean i punched the damn half the door was broken. oh like. yeah i've seen
0: some of the work you do man on youtube <laughs> yeah i've seen i've seen you in the ring man like Look.
1: man i was i for like two weeks before it got fixed i didn't have to open my closet i just grabbed a shirt through the hole you yeah. know it was a bit, it was a huge <laughs> asshole i didn't even open the door i just grabbed a shirt out you know well my mom she made me pay to get it fixed and she hired this guy he's old uh old vietnam veteran and whatnot but oh yeah but, but good dude uh he come to fix doors. say, "Hey, you want a job? I've been working for him. You know. Every, oh wow. Yeah. Taught me everything I know about painting.
0: When you go back home now, do you? Are you still painting in your side? Are you doing the side work?
1: Uh, every now and then. Yeah. Every now and then. But I try not to uh, overload myself with it or nothing like that. You know, just every now and then.
0: Yeah. And how often are you training? Like you guys just mm-hmm. had a fight. Are you gonna t- like kind of start back in the new year?
1: No. Oh, I I trained right when I got back. I trained five days last week. Uh, I'm gonna train tonight, I'm gonna go, I know you're doing a show, I really yeah. want to go to that show, man, but I got to, I got to go to 10th Planet while I'm here, I've never been to 10th Planet, I mean, if it wasn't my career, if I was here for vacation and shit, you know, I, yeah. I'd go to your show 10 out of 10 times, but it could save my life in a fight, you know, me going to 10th Planet, asking one of them guys, Eddie Bravo, man, like, I mean, he's, he's fucking legit and I, I know y'all probably look at him as the funny guy that fucks around and y'all <laughs> go hang out dude i look at him like professor you know like this dude knows his shit you know what i'm saying
0: yeah yeah well i'll tell you this i, I was just texting with them earlier i told him you were going to be in anyway. tell
1: him i said what's up brother
0: i will i certainly will man um so when you think about is it is it recently that fighting started to become to seem more like an uh, actual profession? Because you know you just signed a you signed a deal with UFC, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and is it starting to seem like more like a profession?
1: Uh, definitely, the more that I've done it, the
0: more. Because uh... it, does it go, cause I notice things go from a hobby sometimes to okay, this is like yeah. something that's starting to be kind of real, and then it starts to seem like okay, this is this is my job yeah definitely
1: you know? like uh what i was born to do yeah it's it's definitely set into me that uh when i first started you know you're just messing around just seeing if you can win a fight and then uh but yeah i've I've come to the real realization this is what i was born to do you know I was, I was born to go in there and do this shit and that's you know i can see me providing for the people that i love with this shit it's not a joke no more it ain't no hobby you know, I got to go out here and I got to fucking win. Yeah, and you know, I've got to. There's no other fucking. You know, I was put here to do this for my family, mm-hmm. and and that's right. You know.
0: Do you feel whenever you uh do do you start to feel more comfortable when you go into the uh into the octagon? Like, do you start to feel more comfortable in a cage? What is it like? Like, you know what I'm saying? As because co- mm-hmm. I just the only thing I can compare it to really is comedy, and I know it's different, but going into something where you're against someone else, you know, mm-hmm. I'm kind of against an audience in a way. Like mm-hmm. but in the beginning, does it feel more like nerves and then it starts to feel more like, okay, confidence. Does that make any sense?
1: Yeah, it it is a lot of that man. Uh and now when I go in there, it's like uh she's like I, I don't really know it's you, you summed it up pretty well. You know, it's hard to put into words how I felt about it over the years. But uh, now I would say I go in there confident. I go in there for months. I visualize hurting this guy. I visualize him hurting me. You know, if I was to die in there, I visualize that. Yeah. You know, I visualize just some of the worst things that can happen. And and I'm I'm I go in there and just like just feel really calm about it. You know, just uh I I mean, there's not really I I'm not good at putting it into words how yeah. how I feel. It's just a, a it's a a sense of easiness you know like like i'm i'm not really stressed out about it. i'm really not you know i'm comfortable i know that i was born to do this shit you know that's this is the only thing i'm worth the piss at Mm -hmm. and uh you know my family can live better lives if i go in here and do this right so uh i just feel like i'm supposed to be there i don't even care if i died in there you know it's like that's that's what i'm supposed to be doing
0: Amen, brother. And if you die, would you want to die, you think like face, like belly down or belly up, you think?
1: I'm thinking like suplex, like straight up dropped on my head. And then I'm still. Oh, you want to go
0: out with a neck in your I want, want to it
1: up. to be in the first round. They, they break my neck, and then I fight the other four rounds on the broken, <laughs> a broken neck. neck. Yeah, they're going to be like, damn, that motherfucker was bad. Million dollar Bryce. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Million dollar Bryce, man. $2 neck. Though. That's what they're
0: going to say, man. That's crazy, bro. That would be so. And then at the end, you just die. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just drop dead.
0: Yeah, you're like I was supposed to die a few rounds <laughs> ago, but uh, I hung out to get this
1: done. After that, I'll get reincarnated. After that, I'll come back as like an eagle or what would you be man a dragon or some shit mm-hmm. you know well that's too that's, that's a wide spectrum man <laughs>
0: that's a wide spectrum An eagle
1: dude. or a dragon one of the two really
0: i could see you more like a fox like a fucking strong fox and mm-hmm. also maybe one of its parents was a pit bull mm-hmm.
1: you know <laughs> like, a, like the mountain goats you ever seen a mountain goat yeah i'd be one of
0: them it's fucking amazing how they can stay on the side of a mountain
1: yeah I had they climb up there
0: oh yeah i've seen a lot of videos man i've watched tons of videos of to see how a four-legged thing that's almost like a rectangle can stay on the yeah. side of a mountain,
1: mm-hmm. you ever seen them eagles knock them off? It blows my mind. Uh, uh-uh. that's well, that's how the eagles hunt them. They will wait till they're up on that mountain and they just swoop by, you get them, boom, just knock Damn. them off. They tumble down. Oh, that's mm-hmm. beautiful, almost.
0: Yeah. Um, do you start to have like ideas of uh, you know? I know you say you want to train in Arkansas and you love training in Arkansas, and then mm-hmm. obviously your home means a lot to you. Do you start to think about training elsewhere at a certain point i mean arkansas is always going to be your home for sure
1: yeah i've uh, i've cross-trained a lot of places over the years uh i think the most that i've ever been away from home was about a month and a half And man it was so terrible i don't think i'll go that that far away from home again mm-hmm. uh or that long i mean it was just terrible man like i just wanted to be home so bad and the dudes was assholes where I was at, anyways. At one of the places when I went for a month and a half, I went. I did a triangle. I went to Chicago, mm-hmm. three weeks, slept on my buddies, slept at my buddies, and then and what uh, were you
0: doing? Just traveling or what?
1: Traveling and training. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. That was in that Nissan Altima with the shitty transmission. Oh yeah, yeah. I I drove all around the country in that car. <laughs> yeah, I went, right. yeah, oh, yeah. I went to uh, Chicago, stayed up there. I went to Denver, and then I went to San Diego have you heard of uh jeff glover Mm -mm. okay Mm -hmm. i went i went dick of you
3: yeah jiu-jitsu legend yeah Mm -hmm.
1: fucking legend and i went to to his place he choked the shit out of me did he (laughs) yeah he's he's good man he's good um is
0: it an honor to get choked out by somebody that great
1: oh definitely dude and i'm not giving him nothing you know i would never go in there and let this dude tap me like he he legit you know he got me wow (laughs) yeah
0: and do you try to go so you try to go hard on him no matter who it is huh I mean, if well, that's what you guys are doing, I mean, obviously, some yeah. stuff, you ain't gonna crank it all the way up. Yeah,
1: yeah, you know, and it, you can go hard without trying to trying to hurt them, you know, like an arm bar, you don't have to crank it as hard as you can, you can just kind of ease up on it, but, uh, yeah, and if you're sparring, you know, I have a thing with not wanting to get knocked out in a gym, so I'll always tell, and I went to, uh, for example, now that we're talking about that San Diego trip, I went to uh, Alliance MMA, and you know Dominant Cruz, no i do not nick does yeah dominic cruz Mm -hmm. jeremy stevens well i went down there to alliance for like two days and uh i trained down there and they do a lot of sparring and they spar hard and i told them i said hey man please don't knock me out you know and that's that's how i start out the conversation i don't even you know when i go up to a new guy in a gym i don't even tell him my name i just say hey brother please don't knock (laughs) me out yeah i'm with the yeah
0: i'm not a jehovah's witness yeah yeah yeah
1: exactly exactly you know i don't want to Especially in somebody's gym, usually when, you know, new guy comes up in a gym, he lands a couple punches on you. You're thinking, fuck you, I'm taking your head off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I just let him know right off the bat, hey, please don't knock me out. Yeah, you I'm know? not here for that. And then I start out the, the round with just like some bullshit jabs just to let him know this is the pace I'm setting. Pop, pop, you know, and that's it. And you, I've never had anybody in another gym um, in sparring. Uh, try to hurt me you know i have in my own gym and i've just walked away i've just been like fuck this dude (laughs) i'm out for the day (laughs) and i've had a guy he was a heavyweight it was uh it was actually in that denver trip when i stopped at denver Mm -hmm. he's a heavyweight retired ufc fighter uh you know jujitsu how you you usually start on the knees Mm -hmm. you'll you'll touch and then boom and then you're going Mm -hmm. you know where i was going with this guy and he's a heavyweight I mean, he was fucking me up. You know, he was camoring me, and he was arm barring me, and just like the camora, I had my hands. I was defending it. He just break my grip. He was just damn. so damn strong. And I mean, that don't bother me. I ta- I was tapping quick. You know, I was just like tap tap tap. You know, let's go again. Let's let's do it again. Let me learn something. Yeah, I'm I'm here to learn. You know, I came to get tapped out. I don't mind. And uh, I mean, this dude's just destroying me. Probably tapped me out like five times. Just camoras and all this shit cranking and all this shit. Well. He was behind me. You ever heard of a stand up in wrestling? Like it's when a it's when somebody on the ground stands up. That's okay. it. Very simple. Yep. Well, it's a it's an escape. You know, so this guy's behind me. I'm on all fours. I stand up, I turn around to sim like I, I break his grip. I strip the grip is what they call it. I mm-hmm. strip the grip, I get it, and I turn around and I face him. I go right back to my knees. And what happened? And he says, You stand up again, I'ma fuck you up this is a and so yeah 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 this is at a gym in denver and i mean everybody else at the gym was nice and i didn't have any problems with anybody at the gym but that motherfucker right there just pissed me off. i'll never forget that that pissed me off and i'm like dude you fucked me up i'm gonna find you out in the parking lot you know Damn. you're bigger but i'll find something yeah. you know like yeah i'll what, start yeah dude i'll start at the knees and work my way yeah, that's up, what i'm saying man that's you know? just you know that just kind of pissed me off but fucking bryce and the beanstalk (laughs) dude you roll right up i I remember stuff like that man that just pisses me off and i wasn't you know i wasn't being cocky or nothing you know i stood up i I returned right back to the knees and where where i'm from how you negotiate you say hey i would like you to not stand up again and i'll say yes sir yeah and i won't ever stand up on you again if that's if i know you don't like people standing up right but shit, that's common where I'm from. In yeah. the middle of the round, you try to stand up and you you restart. You know. Mm.
0: How did you get into it, man? How did you get into? How, how did you get into? Who brought you into fighting, man?
1: Uh, my first fight, I was about you know, yay tall. You know, uh, just just out messing around in the backyard, and then who was it? Well, it just depend. I, you know, I guess the the first a little bit of roughhousing that i did it was all you could consider it training okay you know you could consider that training um my first legit fight it was my neighbor his name was
0: oh yeah dude everybody bro i'll tell you this dude (laughs) everybody in rural america or in the south rural area has a fucking neighbor named bro no
1: shit dog
0: okay and let's hear more man he
1: was uh and was
0: he selling weed too or no <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah man he was on some shit he got addicted to heroin and oh yeah and started worshiping satan and shit but, <laughs> you know but really that's such but an this, old-fashioned this, this thing was, this was way way before all that this was we was all young so it all started on a bus and mm-hmm. uh, i got a buddy on what a know,
0: greyhound or school school bus yeah
1: and uh my buddy comes up to me. We had just maxed out, and he played football. I played basketball. So I'm maxed out in the gym? In the gym. We did bench press. Hell, both yeah. Both the football team and the basketball team. So I got a buddy. He comes up. Would you hit 225, or would you hit it? It was like 115. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Damn, I was in seventh
0: grade. Oh, it never mind, man, My bad. My still, bad. Still, that's yeah. weak,
1: but still. <laughs> well,
0: it ain't bad, though, but it ain't too bad, Well, bro.
1: I guess Cody benched like 145 or something. Game, so. bro, Yeah. He had, he had some good, and he was bigger than me. He's like six inches taller. He benched more, but he didn't train. I'd already trained in the backyard. You know, like my neighbors would whoop my ass, and we had box and stuff. But Cody, I think he just thought because he benched more, he's just going to plumb whoop my ass. And right. So, dude comes up to me that was sitting by Cody. He's actually a really good friend of mine, you know, one of my best friends, and mm-hmm. he come, but he's starting some shit. He comes uh, up yeah. to me. He goes, Cody says uh, <laughs> he benches more than you. You know he's stronger than you. He bench 145. You only bench 115. And I said, well, you tell Cody I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he goes up there and he tells Cody I don't give a shit. Well, Cody, I get, and I don't even know what Cody. If even Cody even said anything, <laughs> yeah, I think this not. dude could this be dude, just yeah. stirring up some shit. I
0: love that man. And That's so, Dana White. That's yeah. just a young Dana White <laughs> just just right there. He's just promoting, you know. Yeah.
1: And so he comes back and says, Cody says he ain't scared of you. And I said, Well, tell Cody I'll still beat his ass. And so he told And so, long story short, you know, I go down to Cody's house and he lived down a hill. So I wore my rollerblades. Oh, hell yeah. I rollerblade down this hill, swapped in on my shoes. And, uh, we start. Well, there, there's a bunch of neighbors. There's about six neighbors there. And they showed up, huh? They showed up. Yeah, they're wanting hell to see yeah. this shit. And we didn't, we could have fought at Cody's house, but his mom was home. So we fought down the street. And, uh, Oh, yeah. We're now, we so, y'all shirts off? Yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah. We start Hell we start yeah, getting I mean, bro. shit's going down, man. I shirts laced, off. Yeah, I laced the shoes up. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we're about to go, right?
2: And, you got your uh, rollerblades thrown over your yeah, shoulder? Yeah,
1: dude, I'm ready to fucking go, it's and I'm all, dipping out. I am already got my plan. I'm fucking doing this, and I'm getting out. I'm rollerblading home fast yeah, I can. I'm going to put a
0: dip in after I fucking going. Done, <laughs> I'm son. out of here. Yeah.
1: And uh, the neighbors, they start saying, whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. You know, somebody could die. That's what one of the neighbors starts saying. They said... I seen if you if you punch them in the nose, the 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 bone bones goes will up go in the brain. the brain. That's what
0: you always hear, bro.
1: <laughs> and so that's what one of my neighbors started saying, "No, oh. dude, somebody's gonna get hit in the nose, and they're gonna the nose is gonna go up in the brain. Someone's dead." I'm telling you, we can't let this happen.
0: That's rural logic, bro. And then
1: yeah, so that's what they start saying. Well, they have their little committee, their commission meeting, you know, and they say, "Okay, no face shots." Oh, I love this. Dude. I said, "I said, all right, fuck it, let's go." Right off the bat, boom, I take him down. I get in on him. You know, we're throwing a little bit, but I get in on him. Take him down, and uh, I just mount him and start punching him right in the throat. And, uh, <laughs> Which is way worse than the nose. Anything that's way worse than the nose. The throat
0: like, is just like a big, wide yeah. kind of just nose. Like nose that's under your head. Yeah,
1: and uh, <laughs> you know it'll crush. Oh. You know it'll actually kill you. Getting hit in the nose won't. Right. But, but getting hit in the throat will actually kill you. So I'm punching this dude in the fucking throat. I do not know any better. You know that's Damn. the only word that. I didn't think and now it, at
0: that point are you fighting like this is what's interesting man because I remember being in shit like this when I was growing up right people would arrange it and then it would kind of come around and then it's so funny you remind <laughs> me of rules people started with making rules mm-hmm. like well look
2: mm-hmm. no
0: weapon you know, you can't bring anything in mm-hmm. one time they said you couldn't punch you could only kick bro and they taped their mm-hmm. arm. They, I remember they dunked, taped their arms up. by the side of us that's one time. fucked
1: up it's fucked
0: up but it's fun too though dude you know you do like a lot of like
1: that's how you get good at kicking
0: yeah, yeah, you get a to dude. It's really... The hard part is getting up off the ground unless you're on the ground, dude. It's just two fucking idiots in duct tape trying to just get up, you know? You but should um, be
1: good if the other dude fell down you just stomp him. But at
0: the... Yeah, that's a good point, bro. But you got to be up when he falls yeah, down. Yeah, you don't
1: want to fall down. Yeah. Well, you know how... You can do a get up. You know how to do a get up? Uh-uh. Oh, you should know how to do a get up. How do I do it? I could do one. Uh, I don't know if you can get on the camera. Yeah. You want to see a get up? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll see you. I'll do it. a get up, bro. You will? Yeah, you got to put it on the camera, though. Yeah, you, we'll see you, it.
0: People got to see this. Show. Oh, we'll make sure we, uh, that we Look, see it right here. If you're
1: fighting with your hands duct tape, this, ha- this is the only way to get up. Okay. All right.
3: He's about to pop up like Shawn Michaels. Right here. So say <laughs> you just
2: hit me in the chest. Yep. Boom, I'm down. All right. Oh, Boom, damn. Right there. Damn, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what how you, you got to get through? up, brother. Yeah,
0: dude, that's some James Brown shit, Hey, I'm man. ready for that shit. Sign me up. <laughs> yeah, Duck tape bro.
1: arms. Yeah. I'm down, man. <laughs>
0: dude, yeah, it's almost like the, um, it's almost- Don't al-
1: break your back, Let me brother. Let see
2: if I can do that. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> don't break go. your
1: back, brother. You I practiced that a lot. There. That wasn't my first try. Oh, <laughs> that oh. wasn't my first try. I'm not going to lie. I got try <laughs> that shit worked <laughs> hey that, that shit will work we next
3: week
1: I'm going to have a video for you do it oh hey the <laughs> shit works if you get back up that's you get back, back up
3: man, <laughs> that's that <laughs> old man get up
1: dude. that's that old man get up
0: um, but now at that point when you're fighting man here's something I remember about being in that type of environment when you're fighting at that point you're fighting some neighborhood kid you're not really fighting because you don't like him Right, right. It's kind of you're fighting for. Gotta test it out. Is it sport? Is it you're trying to like? You're kind of putting on a show for the people around you. What are you fighting for at that instance? You know?
1: Because he's talking shit. Yeah. You know, it's like. Yeah, you know, I didn't hate the kid. Hell, we hung out the rest of our growing up he lived right down the street i mean we didn't hang out but i'd see him i didn't hate dude i'd see him walking his dog down the street i'd wave at him yeah you know, it's, i didn't hate the guy but you just kind of testing it out just kind of hell i think it's built into you i mean you gotta think man we used to really have to survive you know like we we're so pussified now you know but that oh, shit yeah. is, that shit is in you dude like the the, the 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 feeling i get after a fight especially after this last one man i just can't even it's one of the best uh It's just overwhelming, man. That's some tribal shit that's, you know, like you. Back in the day, we had tribes, man. Me, you, Nick, Eddie Bravo, all four of us, dude. You know, we're out fighting wolves and bears and shit. You know what I'm saying? Fighting our
0: neighbors, fighting for like perimeter where our land is, kind of where their land is. This shit's built into you. Who gets food, who don't get food. Yeah. Yeah.
1: This shit's built into you, man. Just like fucking and eating food and you know the the ability to to fight if you have to i think it's it's just up here it's it's wired into you
0: yeah no it makes sense and it makes sense that it would in some people it would have a stronger reach you know like if if like the hands of time were coming down like you know the ability and the desire to fight might go longer in one lineage you know and then in one person than it might in, in another person you know um do you start to think about opponents that you would like to fight or do you do you start to do you start to kind of put that in your head yet? Or are you just kind of taking what they're not taking what they're given, but you just like are you being proactive in that sense or are you kind of are you kind of just like uh you know, just like are you starting to say, I wanna fight this guy? Or when do you do that, you know?
1: Well, I mean that's just everybody has their own You know, uh, for me, I'm just gonna take whatever they give me. I have called out Floyd Mayweather Mm because I think that's just the easiest money that Mm -hmm. I'll ever make in my damn life. (laughs) And I I even, I even offered to box him. And only real reason that I did that is because he was talking shit about MMA fighters in general. I seen this interview; he was talking shit about MMA fighters, and uh, I'd really just like to, you know, teach him some damn respect. You know, just piss me off. You know, If, if me and me and Floyd are in a cell. You know, mm-hmm. he's getting fucked. Yeah. You know, he's getting fucked. And, and when I wake up, there'd be some grits and eggs. He's my bitch. Amen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He, I love that. You know, I ain't scared of Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. He couldn't do shit to me. If me and him was in an elevator or in a prison cell, whatever, he's my bitch. You know, and so I just, it made me mad to see him. That's the only person I've ever called out is Floyd Mayweather. Mm. And like I said, I'll box him because I seen him talking shit about all MMA fighters. He was like, hey, MMA is not even a skilled Blah, blah, blah. He, he's saying the boxing oh, skill, yeah. the MMA is not. He said MMA is for beer drinkers who, it's like, dude, you know. And what it, did he
0: fought, Connor, right? Mm hmm. Yeah.
1: Connor whooped that ass for the first five rounds, four or five rounds.
0: You think you could do better than Connor did against him?
1: Yeah, I think I'd fight him dirty. I mean, he wouldn't. He there's no way he's. He, I think I beat him. I mean, I I damn, can t- I can tell you really. What, I can tell you right now, dude. I can tell you right now. I dude. just kind
0: of remembered who he was, dude. He's fucking fastest, as, <laughs> <He's> fast as, <laughs> as shit. Dude,
1: yeah, dude, damn. yeah. You know, and but there's just not. You know, I you don't ever heard know, of you man, ever heard of so fast. And, and that bro. that's what intrigues me about. It. I really want to fight because nobody thinks I can beat him. But I don't care what nobody thinks. You know, you ever heard of uh, Sun Tzu?
0: sun Tzu, um the art
1: of war art of war oh yeah let your plans be dark as night you know so i couldn't tell you what i'd do to him but i right. promise you dude i it wouldn't be like anybody he's he's fucking boxed it'd be the dark arts something, dude heavy. it'd be some i'd put some dark arts voodoo fucking black magic on that motherfucker i'm telling you right now i would not fight him conventional because that. that's that's what people think oh i'm gonna go in there and box him. no i'll show you how to fight floyd mayweather you know
0: well we used to i remember they used to tie two they'd have these older kids would tie a rope around each two kids and both y'all run in opposite directions you know and just go as fast as you could and somebody fucking hell yeah you know next thing you know somebody's got a fucking limp their whole life or something you know or somebody's just fucking got a built-in dance move every time they take a step after that yeah that shit will uh it'll fucking move your joists around you
2: know (laughs) it's a little tricky
1: man that reminds me of uh I've done this one thing, maybe one of the crazier things I've done: a uh, uh, horse wrestling. You get you get <laughs> two horses, one face that way and one face the other way. You lock arms mm-hmm. and you just try to pull that some bitch off the horse. Oh,
0: really? <laughs> yeah. And you're on there like jousters.
1: Yeah, you're on there, but you lock arms. You oh, lock I arms like with him. You yeah. just try. To, somebody's falling off the horse if not both of you.
0: Damn. And what are you doing with the other arm? Are you kind of holding onto the horse?
1: You could pimp smack him if you want. You know.
0: Oh shit, getting sexual up here now, man. <laughs> It's cold outside, uh, and it's dark, ooh, and it's only 4 p.m., man. What's going on, man? Climate change or something for the clocks? Here's what I'm saying is, Undies wants you to know that it's okay to not leave the house as much this winter. It's okay, and it's okay in sizes extra small through 4XL. MeUndies has plenty of brand new products for getting cozy. And when they say cozy, they mean it with undies that are three times softer than cotton. And they have the cutestest wintry prints and colors. That's really soft. Imagine something that's just so soft you can't even imagine it. That's MeUndies. Cozy up in their new robes for men and women. Treat your feet in their new slippers. And get the whole fam matching Item with their new baby bodysuit. MeUndies has a great offer for TPW listeners: get 15% off and free shipping. It's a no-brainer, especially because they have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go to MeUndies.com/weekend. That's right, to get 15% off your first pair, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go to MeUndies.com/weekend. I love undies. I have them on right now. And man, they are nice. Support for this past weekend comes from Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels for your junk. Untrimmed pubic hair and stuff around your pubis are a thing of the past. Tighten up that yard, boy. It's time to gear up. And get yourself the gift of shaving this holiday season. I'm talking about the Manscaped Perfect Package 2.0. A lot of people running around with crazy hair and they're not taking care of their junk. That ain't you. The Manscaped Perfect Package 2.0 includes the Crop Preserver. It's an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why not putting deodorant on the scented, most smelliest part of your body? Yes, your balls stink. Tis the season to manscape yourself. So get yourself, your dad, your brother, and friends the best gift. The Manscaped Perfect Package 2.0. Get 20% off and free shipping with code Theo at manscaped.com. That's right. Get 20% off and free shipping with code T-H-E-O at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code Theo. Clean up your nuts and make Santa proud. Make your family proud. Make everybody proud. Get right with your nuts. Um, after this last fight, man, people really started jumping onto the Bryce Mitchell bus. You know? Do you worry about that kind of, like, affecting, like, how, you know, your concentration and your focus?
1: Man, I don't do any uh, media or anything like that. Uh, I don't have a Twitter. I don't get on Instagram. I don't do a Facebook. I deleted all that shit. Everybody in my life is the exact same. You know? This is a the craziest thing that I do is come out here and get on this podcast. <laughs> but, you know, like uh Well I appreciate the, my, it, man. Yeah, I appreciate you having me. It's awesome. I've heard nothing but good about you. So yeah, it's an honor to be here.
0: Well, thanks for coming, man. Yeah, I feel like a lot of times they yeah, like especially Hollywood and stuff looks down upon people from like the places that we're from a lot of times.
2: Do you, where you guys are you from? feel that? Are you from, I'm Louisiana? from Louisiana? I yeah. knew it. Just yeah. kind of rural Louisiana. Yeah.
0: Not really like a fancy place. Just kind of a regular place, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, the kind of place where i don't know dude the kind of place where i knew when you guys were walking down that street to go fight that at that point both people had taken their shirts off
2: yeah you know yeah Yeah.
0: like that's just the shit i just knew it dude it's already yeah like it just there was no doubt about it man uh the kind of place where you you, everybody's tattoos they're always they did the first couple their self or their buddy did i mean it's Mm -hmm. real shitty and it's usually a cross Mm -hmm. you know what i'm talking Mm -hmm. about Um, my girlfriend
1: she's a tattoo artist yeah Yep, she's really good too. Uh, She has her own little shop and everything. Um,
0: Where's it? Where's her? Where's she do it at?
1: It's in Cerchi. Yeah. Mm, What's what's it called? American Dream Tattoos. Word.
0: She gives good. Have you? She given you any?
1: Nope. She's gonna give me my first one. So, but uh. don't tell my mama that. My <laughs> mama don't know, don't hurt mama. Really? There you go. So you're to have to get him somewhere that's hideable, huh? Yeah. yeah. I mean, she's going to find out eventually, but maybe I can buy some time. Yeah. <laughs> I like that, yeah. It's
0: summertime, bro. you going to be, why does Bryce have his shirt on at the pool? Because you know? he has a fucking
3: dragon on his back. That's why. Because he has a fucking fox pit bull on his Hell, back. Hell yeah. An um, eagle knocking off a goat. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking you about, got bro. An eagle and a
0: goat. <laughs> um, your family is your mom pretty proud of you what's going on with
1: that she is but she also she thinks MMA is like the devil you know what I mean she really she don't she actually calls it M A A. Yeah. She don't really know M M A. Yeah. She pronounces it wrong. <laughs> yeah, she, I like that. you know, she she thinks I do karate and shit like that. Because <laughs> you know, you got those uh, jujitsu outfits. You know the geese. Yeah. She says I washed your karate outfit, <laughs> and I'm like, thank you. <laughs> Not even gonna argue with her.
0: <laughs> Has it been something like? Do your parents know that you? That's something you do real heavily. Is it something that you kind of have kept on the side from them a little bit, or no? This is like a regular part of your life they know you like to go and train and do all that
1: oh she she knows okay you know i, I tell her about all my training and i mean she fully supports me and uh she you know she don't want me to do mma in general but i mean she it's for somebody who doesn't want me to do it at all she supports me as much as you know you possibly could i mean um she don't watch any of the fights uh, she tried watching my first fight. She tried watching a a replay of it. Mm-hmm. That was my f- my first MMA fight. Was my bloodiest fight at all. So it looked the worst. The dude broke his uh, broke his nose, and it was all turned sideways. And I mean, we were slipping and sliding in blood. Damn. Well, they called the fight just cause of blood. I mean, that dude was tough as shit. He wasn't quitting, and I didn't put him down. Like I had him in mount, mm-hmm. you know. But he was sitting there taking hits, and he didn't give a shit. I mean, he was tough. He was really tough, and the fight wasn't done, but they just stopped it because of blood. Mm. There's just blood everywhere, and so she's seen that, and she started pretty much crying she's like ah she lost it. i can't believe it you know and she's like i don't ever <laughs> want to see this shit again ever don't ever show me one of these you know oh wow damn <laughs> yeah and does she
0: have uh other children that do, do you have uh, siblings that do it too well,
1: i got a sister but she don't, she don't she don't do any roughhousing or anything like <laughs> she that, doesn't so. no she's
0: and were you allowed to wrestle her when you were young or she not? used to whoop my ass did
1: she definitely that's a fact <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> is she tougher than you or no
1: I don't know if she is anymore. I think she used to be, but I think she's got soft now. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: It happens. She should move out here then, man. Yeah. <laughs> we would happily welcome her. Um, I know that uh, we have a lot of uh, fans that send in questions for you, man, so I want to get to some of those, and Nick may have um...
3: I do. Uh, so, we tried to get you in the week right after your fight, mm-hmm. um, but you had finals in college, mm-hmm. uh, which I thought was hilarious. You're doing full-time fighting and still in school. What mm-hmm. What are you studying?
1: I'm studying uh, economics. That's my major.
3: Word. I was an economics major. You
1: like Ron Paul?
3: Uh, he, He's all right. I'm a big Adam Smith and uh, um, yeah. Hayek. Fred, oh, cool. Hayek. If you
1: like If you like Hayek, you like Ron yeah, Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Word. You, you mm-hmm. like, if you, you, there might be give or take a few things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hayek, Ron Paul, they're on the same bus. Same page. Know, yeah. Same
3: page, yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, here's a question we got from...
1: Yo, Theo and Bryce. What's good? This is
0: Max here. I'm wondering, what is the dumbest reason you have ever gotten into a fight? I once fought a kid because I thought he cut me in the lunch line, but he didn't. I'm wondering if you can
1: compete with that. He (laughs) cut you in the lunch line, but he didn't.
0: (laughs) You think you'd have evidence if he did or didn't, man. Uh, Thank you for your question, Max. That's a good question. Um, Will you go first, Bryce? You're the guest, man.
1: Shit, man. I have to say... I'd have to say, I mean, there's a couple options, but I'd have to say, definitely a time this kid called me a faggot, and it wasn't, because usually, you know, calls you a faggot, that's fighting words right there, but I didn't want to get, already knew I was going to get in trouble at school, my mom wasn't happy with me at school, and so already knew if I fought him right there, I was going to get kicked out of school. Man, my mom was gonna be pissed so i told him i said man I'm, I'm, I'm gonna see you later yeah i'll see you yeah i seen him five years later and i kicked his ass <laughs> Damn, five right. years he i came up to him i said get up we're fighting he said what are we doing what why are you mad at me you know i said get up we're fighting yeah. i said get up i said get and he got up and we fought Damn, he said, <laughs> five, i remember that five years that yeah. Damn, bro. Five years, I will wait on a motherfucker. <laughs>
0: yeah, why does faggot get? Especially, I remember growing up. Yeah, if somebody called you a faggot, that would just make you so mad.
1: Yeah, you know?
0: yeah. I guess it's just like calling somebody a bitch. It's just it's like same, calling somebody. It don't, doesn't even matter what it is. It's just the thought behind the word. It's like that yeah. you're not as you're not a, as good as me, or you're yeah. a piece of shit, or whatever. Yeah. You're weak.
1: Yeah, I've hit dudes for calling me a bitch. Yeah, faggot, bitch, pussy, whatever. It's just they're saying something to you. They're acting like they're you know, going to fuck you up. It just pisses you off, you
0: know? Damn, bro. Do you notice a thing inside of yourself when you go from being, like, pissed to not, like, not pissed to piss? Like, do you know? Is there, like, a...
1: Definitely, because I get the feeling of wanting to hurt them, and and I visualize wanting to hurt them, and I really... And, and it sounds fucked up but it's just the truth man it's yeah. like I, i'm not a
0: well, you're a fighter it'd be fucked up if you, if you were a stenographer and you <laughs> yeah. told me that you know it'd be yeah. fucked up if you were like the lady working at 7-eleven yeah. you told me that but you're a fighter that's a, that, it, that it's in you
1: but every fight though there's i fought people that i like you know and i don't really visualize hurting them as much but <clears throat> as soon as somebody says fuck you or you're a bitch or I'm going to knock you, like, this last dude, he was like, fuck you, I'm going to knock your ass out. As soon as I hear that, it's just like I want to hurt him. I, I get angry, and I don't even, it's almost like I feel reckless. Like, I don't care if you fuck me up, too. I just want to fuck you up at this point. Like, wow. I get extremely, like, I want to get my hands on him. I want to, like, right just right then and right there, I just kind of feel that, the, feel, the wanting to hurt him. And I don't feel that about people until I'm, pissed off and Mm. uh like you know i actually don't want to hurt nobody but if they piss me off then that i do get that feeling
0: then it changes
1: it changes yeah i definitely can feel that change and when somebody pisses me off i do want to hurt them for sure
0: I'm trying to think, man, when I was growing up, I know I, I couldn't fight, man. I was like, uh, I was just not. Like, I could, but I just wouldn't win. <laughs> so, it was at a certain point, it's fucking, you don't want to do it anymore, <laughs> yeah. bro, you know?
1: Yeah. Hey, you got to take ass whoopings to give them. Oh, know I, know I took, I
0: mean? yeah, I definitely, well, look, dude, then I owe some to some people, bro, <laughs> yeah. I fucking definitely took on this. One kid hit me, man, this dude fucking... Man, he created a leap year in my brain, bro. This dude he fucking knocked a, I think he knocked half a, you know, a day out of me, man. This dude Oof. hit me pretty hard. But, um, I'm trying to think when I, actually, you know what happened when I was, there was a kid at school, at school when I was in middle school, if you got in a fight with somebody, um, they made you hug they made you stand in the hallway at school and put your arms no, on each other's shoulders like this that's
1: a bad idea so but
0: the, but then by the and you had to do it all day the rest of the day that's a bad idea and by the end of the day you were friends because you guys had been right there like you talked it out or whatever <laughs> yeah. you know but yeah this one kid man he um yeah he was just a big dude oh and we're standing there and I'm like scared but I'm trying not to be scared you know that was like one of my big moves <laughs> so <laughs> I'm standing there and he was the toughest dude man this kid brad castleman he's a great guy and and we're friends now but uh somebody next to me took my arm and pushed it into him right oh shit so i didn't even get to throw a punch dude you know they just (laughs) it's like somebody standing there watching took my arm and fucking pushed Mm -hmm. it right into him Mm -hmm. and i guess that counts (laughs) next thing you know man we were throwing uh we were throwing hands, and, and I think I got in one decent shot Hell that I still yeah. remain, remember made me feel Hell like a yeah. fucking man. That's bro. what
1: I'm talking about. You got to get that one hit in, man. It's and like, it's funny
0: because I remember getting the one hit more than I remember the f- probably four or five hits that I took. Yeah, yeah, you know? exactly. And it just, you're right, it gave me—it did give me some sense of like, oh, man, I can't even, I could feel the joy that I had in my fist and in my heart a little more than I could feel the pain that I had definitely, on my face.
1: definitely.
0: Which Definitely. is kind of interesting. I never really thought about it till just now. Um but yeah, there's something that's yeah, like I had just been through it, you know. Mm-hmm. Like Dustin Poirier always talks about like, you know, you go through you go through these fights and you know, win or lose, you are there's something different about you after, you know. There's mm-hmm. like you're like battle tested.
1: Hell, after that fight, uh after my last fight, I got an adrenaline burst after the fight. Like, during the fight, like, I just was just completely calm on, uh, you know, leading up to the fight, everything. But afterwards, dude, it was just, like, adrenaline went through the roof wow. after the fight. Like, because I, I guess I knew the fight was done, and and then my adrenaline went, like, crazy.
0: What y'all do to celebrate after?
1: Ate some cheeseburgers and really you know I don't, I don't yeah i don't go crazy i don't party or nothing like that uh so i just ate some cheeseburgers kicked it with some buddies and then just went to sleep got about three hours of sleep so
0: um and did you because your last fight it was in washington dc right mm-hmm. was it the first time you'd ever been up there yep yep did you get to do any uh tourist stuff up there
1: no when i'm uh going up there for the fight I usually don't walk around hardly any just because it takes strength from your legs. Mm -hmm. Like, if you want to walk to the Capitol, you're probably walking three, four miles by the time it's all said and done. I mean, that could, that could, because you're already going to be fatigued from cutting your weight. I mean, you could argue that it, that it helps you lose your weight walking around, but I don't want to lose my weight till an hour to two hours before the weigh-ins. I don't want to lose it three days before, you know. So when I get to the fight, I just chill at the hotel. I really don't do shit. I'll I'll walk to a a restaurant that's close, Mm -hmm. and that's it, just because I don't want to fatigue my legs by walking around. Because that little bit of of walking could really – it could give you soreness. You don't move back when you're supposed to. Your feet's what keep you safe. For me, my feet is what keeps me safe, my ability to move my feet. So if my legs was one ounce too tired and there was a big punch coming and I'm thinking, ah, well, I could just block this instead of move, I need to be thinking move my feet, move my feet the whole fight. So I want them as fresh as they – I take ice baths and stuff like that. The week of the fight, I take a lot of ice baths just to try to keep my, my legs uh, fresh. That's what keeps me safe from, mm. from getting hit is my feet.
0: Yeah, so it's feet first, really, for you.
1: Yeah, I like to, uh, yeah, yeah, I like to just, and I guess it's because I played basketball for all them years. That's the only thing I could think of. I got a boxing coach. He says, no, nah, it ain't from basketball. He said, you just given that by God, you know, but I don't know what it is, but I've got good feet. And, and, uh, and actually, when you first start fighting, man, it takes you a long time to find out what you are specifically good at. Mm. Like, you know. Um, You know
0: what? That's funny, man. I can relate <laughs> to that with comedy. Mm-hmm. Like just years of not like thinking, oh, maybe I'm this type of guy, you know?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe I'm the, you know, the angry guy or maybe mm-hmm. I'm the, you know, the... uh you know the guy that does like a backflip at the end of his set or something and you're like fuck i ain't that guy <laughs> no that I ain't, ain't that me. guy yeah that ain't maybe me. i'm the fat black guy and you're like fighting is
1: the same way man yeah it's i could like, see
0: that a little bit you're yeah you're kind of figuring out who you are yeah figuring out what what, what your strong suits what, are yeah
1: yeah and i mean i'm confident now dude you know so much more confident than when i started and uh You know, I just visualize myself winning every fight. You know, I visualize winning, 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 and I know how I can do it. I know my God-given abilities and talents, and uh, I think I can beat anybody, dude. You know. And
0: did uh, you always feel that way, or is this? Because I I just I love how confidence grows in someone. You know, I think it's you know there are times when I used to go on a stage for a big show, and I would be scared of the stage. I'm thinking about where the audience is. I'm thinking about how I'm going to look when I walk out there. I'm thinking about a lot of different things. And then over time, like. You know, now I'll have a bigger environment show, and I don't even think about any of that. I just think about, well, you know, time to go to work. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's interesting how slowly a confidence built yeah. after different, you know, uh, over time. Yeah,
1: yeah, same, same with me, man, and uh, same thing. We're like full grown bucks now. You yeah, know, we're we're out there roaming. Uh, yeah, I I just I, I'm extremely confident. You know what I mean, and uh, I don't want to come off as cocky because. You know, I'm not saying bet the farm I'm going to win every fight. Yeah, but but you could
0: bet a couple fucking, you could bet a (laughs) A couple. couple, thousand. Yeah,
1: bro. (laughs) Dude, you could bet a couple of them fucking mountain goats on your boy. Hey, my coach, he won 2,700. Did he? Yeah. He bet on you? He probably put down at least 500 (laughs) to 1,000. Wow. I mean, we were extremely, and the fight went exactly how my coach said. He said, cook him to the bone. You know, went in there, cooked him to the bone. He said, he told me for the fight, he was like, uh. I really don't see you getting hit and he cuz he knows I don't give a shit. I'll get hit. You yeah. know, I don't give a shit. That's not going to deter me. When I I'm I'll go in there and fucking die if I have to cuz it's, you know, um he said man, I just don't think he's going to hit you this fight. I really don't. I think his style this dude, he swings heavy and hard, but you move and just like he said, he swung hard but they're slow. So yeah. I've seen it. I move my feet. I think there's people that would hit me more, you know.
0: Were you surprised at the speed of the uh, of uh of the punches were you surprised at it a little bit like do you ever know like is it sometimes you're like you're expecting you don't know what it's going to be like you're like oh that's it i can deal with that that must create a lot of confidence in you when you're out there
1: well when a fight first started uh i remember putting him on the cage i remember backing up and this dude you know he's a striker so right when he put his back to the cage i thought already well he's a little bit more timid than me Mm. you know doesn't mean he can't knock you out with his back to the cage but I got him kind of where I want him, right. you know. So right off the bat, I'm thinking, okay, you know, he's – I got him backed up. And then I remember uh, he f- he faked, and I bid on his fake just because I come out there playing it safe right off the bat. I want to get knocked out right off the bat, you know. I want to – yeah. Uh, so he, he faked. I pulled my feet back. And so if he was good at reading, at that point he knows uh, when I go to throw the second time he's going to pull back again. So I just kind of like – Backstepped, you know just out of range so and i think he did i think he made that read he said okay so he he now measures his counter attack and when he threw the second because the first time he didn't throw he faked and i moved like a foot back mm-hmm. well now he knows okay he's gonna move about a foot back so the second time he really does throw and he steps forward so he progresses progresses prog-
0: oh i see what you're saying he knows where you're gonna end up
1: yeah and so he he knew right off this uh because you can see i bit on one of his fakes uh, i backed up right when he uh or he he's gonna fake something here, and that's a sidekick. That's that range. I think he fakes a right hand maybe, but that that one I get under. You mm-hmm, see that right mm-hmm, hand? Mm-hmm. Um, I I didn't see what that was in the fight. I had no fucking clue. I just knew he threw something. I didn't know if it was a right or a left. But that's just a testament to uh, my training. Just instincts. Yeah, and I have a uh, a boxing coach who does a lot of a lot of mitt work with me, and that's a testament to him. But uh yeah I mean I didn't even see the punch you know I just ducked Is it scary to start to realize that uh that you're
0: getting good at something that you really love? I mean does that make any uh, sense
1: to you?
4: I does that I make any I, sense I, to you, Nick? I
1: like it. I it makes sense to me. I it know does. what you're saying but okay. I, I I I enjoy it. I I like it and it's it's really fucked up because you could really go in there and die and it could be terrible. You could go get brain retarded but I'm already halfway there so there ain't much to lose you know yeah. so it's I got, yeah, you man. know what I'm saying you, it's, yeah, yeah. so but but all in all it could be terrible you know but I have just learned to just enjoy it you know and it's and I don't know if I should you know it's kind of fucked up in the head that I enjoy it but yeah. I, I do I, I enjoy it what's well, a limited uh,
0: class of people that do I mean it's it's a such a small amount I mean it's smaller than uh, I mean it's just such a small number of people Mm-hmm. that try it, and then like it. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't even know what you would compare it to. We got a question right here from some guy who looks semi-nude right here.
3: <laughs> I I, <laughs> I also got to say, I won 200 uh, on the under. Yes. Uh, uh, I've actually seen Matt Sales weirdly fight before he was in the UFC, like in person three times. It uh-huh. just randomly happened, so I didn't want to bet against him. I liked you both, but I took the under and good cashed deal, out. Brother. Well, He's mm-hmm.
1: a good striker, man.
3: Yeah. He, did you meet him I, when you went down uh, to Alliance? Because he's at... He's with Dominic Cruz, right?
1: Uh, he he definitely is, mm-hmm. and I don't know if I did or not. It was so many years ago, and I've been hit so many times. I really can't remember, <laughs> but I'm sure he was there at the very least, mm-hmm. you know. But he's a good striker. Mm-hmm. I didn't, you know, I I would have engaged him on the feet, but I, I wanted I knew he didn't want to be on the ground, so that's where I want to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Here we go. I got a question for Bryce Mitchell. If you could apply. Your scrotum mangulation to any other fighter on the UFC roster? Who would it be? Gang, gang, fuck a buzz, buzz, gang.
0: <laughs> and I think he's talking about that drill into the nuts, yeah. man. That's your next
1: finishing move. So isn't if it? I, <laughs> yeah. hey, that shit'll finish somebody. I promise you. That'll... And you, so, and you put how, how big was that bit you put in your bag? Probably about six inches long.
3: Yeah. <sighs> want to get people up to speed? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah,
1: sorry. For people that aren't up to speed, um, you tell them, Bryce. Well, I was building a a roof over my camper, a metal roof with a wood frame. Oh, yeah. It's like a story out of the Bible. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) I mean,
0: definitely a a deleted chapter.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so I'm up there building that wood frame. I got my drill in my hands, and I'm holding up a board to size it up to find out where this board's going to go. And then I you know, decided I need two hands to hold this board properly to make sure it's level. Because I'm just eyeballing it. I'm not even using a level. It don't have to be perfect, you know. I'm not building a Sistine Chapel. I'm building a fucking roof over a trailer. So it's, you know, I'm just eyeballing it. I'm looking at it and I put the drill in my pants and the bitch goes off. And man, it was terrible. Let me tell you. And you were on the ladder? I was on the ladder. I was on a ladder 20 foot up in the air. If I'd have fell, I'd have died. And uh, uh. At first, I thought it ripped my wiener off, and Ugh. so I mean, I really did. I really, I mean, it got.
0: Were you afraid to open your pants? Yeah, up? Yeah, yeah. I, I was. Would be too.
1: I was afraid, but then I knew I had to. Like
0: a present I, from the devil. I was dude. Think,
1: yeah, I was thinking, man, if this ripped my wiener off, I'm just gonna just die. It's okay, you know. It's whatever. You, <laughs> well, you've not. lived a good a good life, you know. But you had to take your own life, though. They're <laughs> gonna kill you. <laughs> Be like, damn. I might right, have just right. sat there and bled out. Oh, yeah, I might go. not have took myself to the hospital. There you go, man. Yeah. But I opened my pants and I remember, I remember seeing my nuts wrapped up, and there was blood and semen leaking, and there was like I could see a testicle wrapped up, mm. but I was so happy. I mean, it was just like the life was just right back in me. Because you had a chance to. Because my wiener was there. And my wiener was there. When I see I was like, thank God. When you see that intact fucking
0: penis, it fucking boosts your spirits. Oh, yeah. Dude, if I take mine out right now and look at it, I'll feel better. (laughs) That's what I'm saying,
1: man. And uh, so I'm sitting there and I'm just like, okay, well, you know, I'm still in a, a shitty situation.
0: Because you, but, because it went through your pants, right? Oh, no, you put it I into put it your in pants. pants. That's right. Yeah, I didn't have a tool belt. Yeah,
1: I didn't have a tool belt. Mm hmm. That's where I fucked up.
0: And so then you drove. Yeah, bro, that's such and a so fucking I, risky move. It's
1: dog. bad. Bad business, man. <laughs> I didn't even put the yeah, safety dude. on. I didn't even put the oh. safety on
0: bro if somebody even just takes a fuck bro it's like if you if you sit naked somewhere like in your apartment or house and you put a fucking pair of scissors open them up and then set them by your penis dude you will flip the fuck out bro
1: and and imagine i'm so stupid i put a damn live drill in my pants (laughs) that's how damn stupid i am i'm telling you i've been hit too many times and uh so i'm trying to i'm trying to get this drill out and i tug on it and it ain't going like Mm. it's it's all entangled up in there
0: Yeah, and there's a lot in there. People don't realize that. That's what I'm saying. Can you pull up a picture of that? There's fluids. They got the... um
1: They got fluids and stuff. It's like this weird mucus and slime shit comes out your nuts. He was yeah. like, yeah.
0: Oh, that's your family, bro. It's supposed to be your family. Yeah, yeah. Bro, that's your genetics while rolling out them yeah. bags, brother. Yeah. Yeah, look at that nut. That thing is a real artistic fucking little deal.
1: And it actually had my big nut, too, is my left nut. Oh, and the low one? My left my left nut's way bigger and it was it was wrapped up. And so I was like, no, dude, not the big, not the big nut. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? I, if you got
0: a big one, you should have been in chorus. That's yeah. what they used to tell us in school. <laughs> they used to tell us, look at your nuts. If you got a big one, you're supposed to be in chorus. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and uh see even in that picture left one sitting lower you know what i'm yeah. saying that's how oh, mine yeah. is that's how mine is <laughs> well they that, can't that be the... might be a picture of mine <laughs> oh,
2: <there really laughs> is, right? it could be a
0: drawing i don't know dude it doesn't have any fucking drills in it <laughs> so i don't think it's yours
1: and so i reverse this drill right and i reverse it put it in reverse and uh, the testicle unwinds and i'm just sitting there i throw the drill down i got a big old gaping hole in my nuts Damn. and I'm, I'm leaking out a lot of blood just drove to the hospital. What'd and, you wrap uh,
0: around him? You wrap anything around him? You just hold it? I just held him. Yeah.
1: I just held him with one hand and then was driving with the other. And then uh, when I got to the hospital, the nurse, like the nurses was out there talking shit. That's what made me mad. I could hear him i didn't want to make a scene because i thought they literally might kick me out of the hospital i wanted to be like hey i can hear you bitch you know <laughs> oh, <damn. laughs> but i mean she was making what are they me... saying
0: this guy's fucking drilled he, his yeah, nuts yeah yeah
1: they're like this guy's an idiot <laughs> i mean they're, they're literally <laughs> saying that they're, i can hear like three nurses out there he did what yeah he drilled his nuts up what an idiot he, he's an idiot <laughs> and, you know i'm just sitting here i'm just so mad I'm just trying to relax because I already know if I go full fuck you, you know, they're gonna yeah, dude, kick yeah. me out of the hospital with these split up nuts yeah. and I'm gonna have to go to Little Rock with half a nut sewn <laughs> yeah. up, you know. And so Lord just, knows they're
0: they probably not gonna be able to figure it out over there. That's bro. what I'm saying, you know. <laughs> that's so what I'm You so, could have so, been traveling shit. all across the southeast with these fucking <laughs> yeah. with this bad bag, dude. That's what I'm saying, yeah. man. And
1: uh so I had to I had to just sit there and take one on a chin and uh everything everything got fixed up so yeah I'm, I'm really lucky you know i probably should have died
0: dang man and have you do you uh you don't have any children of your own no
1: no sir yeah no hopefully not
0: yeah and do you think about it it's not you think about yet
1: i mean if i don't want one you know i really don't but yeah uh maybe in the future maybe I, i'm so busy right now i want to i'd like to give devote all my time and you know what I'm saying, to my child. But right now, it's like I'd have to put all my career, like I couldn't go to L.A. or if I did, then I wouldn't be getting to see my kids for three days. I'd be worried about that the whole time. So I really don't want the responsibilities.
0: Yeah. Not everyone is a fighter, but sometimes you want to dress up like a job that you could have or you might have the job. I'm talking about nursing, doctoring, dentisting, or people that work in medicine and healthcare. And there's a company called FIGS. It's an amazing company. It's making scrubs stylish and functional for the people who deserve it most. For years, nurses and dentists and doctors were forced to wear scratchy, ill-fitting scrubs, almost burlap. Ooh. But FIGS scrubs are infused with antimicrobial properties to control odors. They're ridiculously soft, moisture-wicking, and features four-way stretch. Figs gives back as well. Every time you shop at Figs, they give scrubs to health care providers in need around the world through their Threads for Threads initiative. Show how much you care at the end of the year with Figs. This holiday season, Figs is going to make that easy by providing you with 15% off your first purchase by using our code THEO. Get ready to love your scrubs. Head to wearfigs.com and enter our code T-H-E-O at checkout. My sister is getting figs. She already knows it. I've said it before. And here's the crazy part. (laughs) I forgot to ask her what size. So I'm really interested to see if they fit. Uh, She is a nurse in Baton Rouge, and I'm very proud of her. That's right, figs. This past weekend is brought to you by Skillshare. Not everybody could fight or wrestle or twister. Not everybody could wring their neighbor's neck if they want to over a hay issue. But Skillshare is an online learning community for creators. With more than 25,000 classes in design, business, and more, you'll discover countless ways to fuel your curiosity. They have classes in social media marketing, mobile photography, creative writing, and even illustration. Whether you're looking to discover a new passion, start a side hustle, or gain professional skills, Skillshare is there to keep you learning, thriving, and reaching those new goals. Are you a freelancer? Try bookkeeping for freelancers, how to handle your finances. It's funny because I need to hire someone to do that right now. Join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for our listeners. Get two months of Skillshare for free. That's right. Skillshare is offering TPW listeners 2 months of unlimited access to over 25,000 classes for free. Go to skillshare.com/theovan. Again, go to skillshare.com/theovan to start your 2 months now. That's skillsharecom vaughn And now back to the episode.
3: Did you finish the roof? hell
1: yeah brother that roof is done (laughs) is it i was gonna get the roof done or die trying (laughs) now is it
3: a roof one
0: of those ones that's kind of a freestanding roof that's separate from the trailer that's what my sister has yeah
1: yeah let me show you a picture of it it's a lean style and the reason i did that is because i want to put it's 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 not the a frame it's like one high side one low side Uh i want to put solar panels on one side of it and i face that side towards the sun oh wow so, oh shit, my phone's off. I'll turn. I'll show you a picture of cool. it. I'm proud of it.
0: And what animals do you guys have living over there at your house? Do you have any pet to your own? Do you have any pets?
1: Yeah, we got two dogs. Oh yeah. But uh, we're work. Once this, uh, once I get all the farming equipment and everything, I'm gonna get chickens first. Yeah. I'm gonna get cattle, and I'm gonna get a milk cow. When I get a milk cow, I'm gonna get hogs because a milk cow it can produce five gallons a day, mm-hmm. and I mean we won't even need but two gallons a week.
0: You give three gallons to the hogs.
1: Yeah, every day. Wow. Yeah, and to the pups. Damn. So when I get a milk cow... Now, milk cow's are more responsibility than regular cattle, so I'm going to Well, you got to
0: walk them and everything?
1: Well, you got to milk them every day. They dry up. Oh, yeah. and
0: Isn't that crazy? If you don't milk them, they dry up. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Really interesting.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I, I, one time I was somewhere, dude, doing something, and we were looking for mushrooms, and this man had a dairy,
2: mm-hmm. and he
0: ended up letting us drink right out of the pale after the, the teat, milk came out. Right out the teeth. I didn't get anything out the teat, bro. <laughs> I'm trying to go to heaven, bro. Hey, that's <laughs> as fresh feel as feel it all? gets right there, man. Yeah, dude, but the Lord catches you sucking on an animal, bro. You hey, know? somebody
1: <laughs> had to figure it out first. How do you <laughs> yeah, think they figured it out? <laughs> well,
0: look, I'm, I'm glad they figured it out. That is true, though. Somebody had to figure it out first.
1: I ain't messed up about it, man. Um,
0: Let's, let's get another call from one of our listeners, man.
1: I gotta show you this roof, brother.
0: Oh, yeah, I wanna see it.
4: What up, Theo? What up, Bryce? It's your boy, Alejandro, coming at you guys from Chicago. Uh, My question is for Bryce. I tuned into that season of The Ultimate Fighter you were on. Obviously, a bunch of undefeated fighters. I'm just wondering how you took that first loss, even though it's not on your record. How'd you mentally deal with that, being able to come back with that same mentality of an undefeated fighter? Thank you, guys. You guys are the best. Gang, gang. And Bryce... Reebok better get you them damn camo shorts.
1: <laughs> Hell yeah, my brother. They so, won't, uh, though, will they? <laughs> well, it's just going to take time. It's going to take man. time. They're, I like they're, it. They're going to fold before I fold. I like you your know. attitude, bro. Uh, Here's that little roof, though. That's that the little, truth. You got to check this shit
0: out. Oh, man, that's beautiful, dude.
1: I'm not an engineer. You know, I'm just, I just bought some wood and some metal, started putting shit together, man.
2: <laughs>
0: that's good, man. You guys are right there by the power lines, too, huh? Well,
1: I had to put that in, that um runs to the road i put that that line in
0: oh that's awesome man and is that a chicken coop in the back too doghouse oh it's up on stilts huh yeah
1: the coyotes oh damn yeah. a lot of coyotes out there them coyotes can't walk up there they're too maybe if they was starving to death they would but they just Dude, you did a great job man that's thank cool. you brother yeah, thank you very that's really much cool. um Alejandro, my brother um so how i deal with my with that loss on the show, man, it's just like every other loss. You know, that ain't the first time I've had my ass whooped. My when nobody was looking, my, my neighbor Jimmy knocked me out in the front yard, you know. Um, I guess that it would be Get you with them haymakers, Yeah, huh? Jimmy's <laughs> got a haymaker. Let me tell you, Jimmy, knock your ass out with that Damn, left hook. Really? Right. Dude, Jimmy hits hard as shit. And uh, and don't fuck Jimmy's sister either. He'll <laughs> oh, he'll I didn't do it. Somebody I seen somebody <laughs> Look, fuck yeah. Jimmy's sister and woo. That's not Look, good. Here's what I learned. If you <laughs> ain't
0: the one doing it, if you watch it from the window, that still
1: counts, bro. That's one
2: thing I learned the well, hard well, way. me
1: and Jimmy was just training. That's <laughs> when he knocked me out was was in training. But that was way back in the day. But, you know, ever since I was a little kid, I've been getting my ass whooped. Um, it doesn't fit you. are not afraid. It's not. There's no.
0: There must not be a fear of that. You're not afraid of.
1: No, it's, I, I would say I'm, I'm more uh, when I talk about what could go bad in a fight i'm always more worried about us me doing something and not performing to the best of my ability it's not the the fact that you know dude could could bust you up break your nose all that shit you know that that sucks you know but what really would get me is if i did something embarrassing if i went in there and just brought shame to my family that's something i couldn't live with you know i go in there to fight bring honor to my family anybody in my family say, wow you know win or lose that that, that kid's a fucking fighter he mm. he fought he did his job that's your job is to go in there and fight to the best of your ability not to win it's just to give it every damn thing you got and uh but yeah that wasn't my first loss on the uh the ultimate fighter but i'd say just dealing with losses in general man you just you know it's it's shitty and, and life is a bitch man you you're just gonna have to I, I i keep yeah it's life you know what i'm saying and I got people I, that what I visualize is is me providing for the people that I love. You know what I'm saying? That's what my ultimate goal in this sport is and that's the only reason that I'm doing it. It's cuz I think the people I love are going to live better lives one day. I know they are. And uh, if I have to take if I have to walk through losses, ass kickings, embarrassment, People talking shit to me on Twitter. I can't even have an Instagram and a Twitter and a Facebook no more. People I used to, because people talk shit to me. I can't handle it. I when people talk shit to me, like I said, I visualize hurting them. And oh yeah, you can't. Have, yeah, if I you get too deep tw- in that stuff, it'll I get bad. I had to delete my Twitter my Instagram. Well, Instagram was because of squirrel pictures. They started taking down my squirrel pictures. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. So I and said, now why fuck is that. that?
0: So Instagram took it down just because you put it up as a meat, as a yeah, as a edible.
1: Yeah. And it's like, dude,
0: people they say cruelty to animals. Yeah, that's well, it. that's fucking insane. That's if you bullshit. if you need the animal, if you're eating the animal to Eat live, animal. or you're that's eating the saying. animal,
1: that's what I'm saying. And you know, people post pictures of cheeseburgers, yeah, and steaks and all this shit. Guess what? You know, I don't care what kind of world you live in—a fucking fantasy world of—they uh, fucking killed a cow to get that steak, yeah. to get that burger not only did they kill it i killed them squirrels in about two seconds and they lived a natural life
0: and how do you kill them rear naked choke what do you do with
1: them <laughs> well if it's a deer i'd rear naked choke yeah, it.
0: actually i'd let... love to see you get on that little <laughs> get on a squirrel though with that real small like an arm bar him. <laughs>
1: man uh last uh deer i killed i rear naked choked it man yeah i didn't i didn't even shoot it i mean no bullshit and did you
0: sneak up on it yeah
1: it was, wow. it was a doe it was sleeping I caught It was a about a three hour ordeal. You know, I was sitting up in a deer stand. And I called this doe in. Everybody says the doe was retarded or had Something's some CWD. I'm telling you, it was a perfectly healthy doe. I just got its ass. You know, I just I waited. I was patient, and I got really lucky. It wasn't just so much skill. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of luck. Mm-hmm. But uh, what happened is I was calling in this doe, and uh, lays down in front of me, goes to sleep, and I shoot at it with my crossbow, mm-hmm. and I missed. And it only had one bolt.
0: And it didn't it didn't move?
1: It well, it got up and looked around. It like looked at but them crossbows, it's not like a gun. It just sounds like a branch breaking. You mm. know? So it got up and it looked around and it went right back to sleep. Oh, lazy, huh? Yeah, lazy, man. Must and, have been uh, Sunday
0: or it must have been day off.
1: <laughs> Dude, it's just my lucky day, man. I was I was just meant to get that deer, I'm telling you, because I just had the feeling. I was like, I I visualized getting it, because it was, like I said, I called it in for three hours, and I really had to piss, and I really had, there was this little protein cookie sitting right by me in the deer stand. Mm -hmm. I knew I wanted to take a piss, and I wanted to eat that cookie. Yeah. I was like, man, if you piss, that deer's going to smell it. If you reach for that cookie, the wrapper's going to make a noise. I was like, you can just, so for three hours, I'm sitting there just staring at this deer, not moving. It's cold. I finally shoot and I miss and dude is most disappointing feeling ever mm. and I instantly thought man this deer's gonna get away I didn't get no meat on my table
0: and when it went back to sleep then how did you make that move?
1: I thought well I'm gonna try some crazy shit mm. and and I started making my way down to, down to the deer I started making my way down a deer stand you well, tiptoe you rollerblade bro, <laughs> <laughs> I mean. bro I'm t- that's the definition of tiptoe oh, yeah. I'm walking like an I mean, on bro. the tops yeah. Well, yeah yeah well I uh. I get halfway down a deer stand, and I start thinking, why don't I just grab my hatchet because I could chop it? But I'm already halfway down the deer stand, so You're it's not too, going back. too late. Yeah. And then I start thinking, you know what? I'm better with my bare hands because that's what I do for a living. Yeah. So I start thinking, okay, I'm gonna get this doe. And uh, there's a dead tree pointing at it, so that dead it was probably about thirty five yards away, forty yards away when I started. There's a dead tree pointing at it, mm-hmm. so I walked the whole length of that dead tree. You know that. that mm-hmm. No noise at all. Right, real quiet. Real, Couldn't hear me. Yeah. Couldn't, I mean, nothing could hear me. So now I'm up close to it. When I got to the end of that dead tree, I'm like from here to that that window away from it. I'm thinking... I'm going to get this fucking deer. Yeah. There's no, I take my gloves off because I had on big, thick gloves. Mm-hmm. But when you get that close to Oh, you to can't,
0: it, yeah, you're gotta. you going to have to have straight on the hand.
1: That's when the reality set in. It's like, I'm not just trying to do this shit. I'm about to get my hands on it. Right. So I take my gloves off.
0: You can't go up there all fucking just soft mitt.
1: No, yeah. no, you want the grip. Yeah. You know, so I take my gloves off. I'm like, dude, this shit's getting real. And that's when my adrenaline was just like, it, it felt like a fight, like a literal. Thing. And he's still asleep. It's, yeah, she. It's a she, it's but a she. yeah, yeah, she's sleeping, uh, completely Does asleep. Does that change
0: your vibe any that it's a man or a woman you're about to attack?
1: No, it's all it's all meat. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't attack a small one, but just because it's uh uh, it has a potential to grow bigger, so right. you could harvest that meat later. That's, oh, I see what you're saying. But I have no, you know, you're you're killing something either way, whether it's a male or female. And I don't, I'm not even into the the trophy hunting. I really don't care if it's the biggest buck in the world. If somebody asks, would you rather have the biggest buck ever, some twelve pointer, or you know, three does? Yeah, I'll take three does. There's more meat. You know, I'm really just there for the meat. And uh, so then I, it was a wet day. It rained all day before. And so if you're, especially if you're squirrel hunting or something, that's the best time. Da- best time to do it mm-hmm. is when it's damp outside. Them leaves don't crunch. Mm. You know, so then it fell asleep then to make it even more lucky like i said it was meant to be it wasn't just because of my skill it was god was giving that shit to me he mm-hmm. was, he wanted that that food on the table he wanted me to get to have that experience and uh the the deer fell asleep on a game trail so it fell asleep on a on a damp day on a game trail and on the game trail that's where all these other deer were walking so mm-hmm. they've already crunched the leaves for me oh so it's like there's hardly any leaves there the few leaves that there are it's wet this deer cannot hear me This is a layup this is this is a, sh- a fucking setup you yeah. know what i'm saying this deer yeah, got dude. set up dude. <laughs> you're thinking
0: chris hansen might pop out from one of these trees <laughs> yeah. you're like oh
1: <laughs> well dude uh, i get up there on the deer i mean it didn't i didn't make a noise man it was perfect conditions wow. and then uh i text my coach i have my phone in my pocket I straddled the deer. When I straddled the deer, that's when I texted my coach. And, and it's uh, still
0: asleep? Still asleep. And you're texting?
1: I'm texting. I'm texting. Damn, and, dude, and the only damn. reason I, I was texting my coaches is because I really thought that doe might get up and whoop my ass. It's about 100-something, 100-plus-pound doe. Is, those fuckers are strong, man. And,
0: you can close your Postmates app at that point, dude, because you're <laughs> fucking about to you about to eat. Oh, yeah.
1: Well, I texted I my coach. I texted him, help, help, and run. And Because uh, I didn't want to explain to him hey, I'm about to choke out a deer, like he would be like, Yeah, it's what? a lot. It's a lot. So Do they just, have a
0: deer emoji? I don't even know if they have that. They do. They do. <laughs> they do.
1: Well, I just text him, help, help, run. Because I want him thinking I'm about to die. Right. So he gets there as quickly as possible. So right after I sent the text, he said, okay. Uh, and shit, I hopped on that deer. I, I couldn't get my right hand in because the way it was laying, it was laying on its right side. So I choked it with my, my weaker arm mm-hmm. uh, with, with choking. I put my left arm on it and uh wrapped my ankles you know did a did the standard little ankle ankle lock you know i couldn't do a body triangle so i just crossed my ankles Mm -hmm. and squeezed every living shit out of it just squeezed it for about five minutes till my coach got there
0: and did it feel good or bad
1: well the thing was kicking so hard that i thought it was alive when he got there and uh, i thought that the fucker was gonna get away you know i really did i mean it was just convulsing and twitching (laughs) so hard i couldn't i couldn't control its back legs at all i had his front legs pretty good with my Mm -hmm. legs around them uh and my knees was pinching so it's front legs i felt good about and you know i had it by the head but them back legs dude they're just kicking up dirt just panicking just (laughs) kicking up muds flying
0: oh yeah like a fucking angry baseball coach (laughs) Yeah, yeah
1: and and so coach comes over and he's like uh what are you doing he says what are you doing (laughs) because, <laughs> and I already know what he's thinking in his head so I didn't even try to I said I didn't fucking shoot it because he I already know oh his he head, thinks you shot and he over here
0: just fucking around. fucking
1: around I said I didn't fucking shoot it mm-hmm. and he goes what I said I swear to God I didn't shoot it I said I swear to God he said, "You're kidding." I said, "I swear to God, stabbed this motherfucker. He's gonna get away because yeah. my, my my arm was cramping. I mean, I was squeezing it for five minutes, and this thing is just kicking as hard as it was when I first. It didn't slow down. It was just not kicking. a bit, not a bit. Just and you kicking. had
0: to expect it was gonna start to slow down, huh? Yeah, it didn't. So do you I'm, know where its windpipe is or anything? I mean, do you oh have, yeah, right here. Okay, just same same. And that's pipe. where you're on. That, I'm on it. Yeah, yeah,
1: I'm on its throat. I mean, I'm on it. Just I mean, I've oh. I finished most of my fights with rear naked choke. So you yeah. know, if there's one thing I can finish, it's that damn rear naked choke. Ooh. And I'm doing it just like I should, but I'm just like, shit, this thing is tough as shit. You can't choke a deer, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, what do you want me to do? And yeah, I you says, never see
0: st- deers choking each other.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so I'm like, uh, you know, stab, stab him quick, stab her, stab her. And, uh, and he, he said, stabbed her? Well, he said, I don't got my knife. I said, run up to the deer stand, get my hatchet, because my hatchet was in deer stand, the one that I forgot. So wow, he runs yeah. up there, runs back, and he finally goes to chop its neck. And when I let go, that deer was dead because the head went limp Mm -hmm. even though the body was twitching the head went completely limp and it was like you know made like a a a moan that started out high but then ended up it's like Mm -hmm. you know like that was its last bit of air coming out of the lungs so i already knew that the then he chopped its neck anyway, just to make sure that it was dead but uh yeah but while i was choking it i really thought the deer was alive I didn't know until I let go that i already killed it. Damn.
0: So it could have been dead that whole time. It <coughs> probably,
1: been... probably was after about two minutes. <laughs> damn, bro. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's almost like a rodeo a little bit at that
1: point. <laughs> like, shit damn. was wild, man. I mean, I'd pay money was... to see that. That dude, dead dude. deer riding? <laughs> yeah.
0: Fairback <laughs> <laughs> yeah. dead deer riding? I'd shit watch was, it.
1: The shit was wild, but... And I know people are going to be hating on me, these animal cruelty people. Hey, that's the best way. If you're a deer, you, you want me to choke you to death every time because let me yeah. tell you what. These deer... uh they die no matter what. No matter if I choke them or coyotes eat them or they get old and, and you know, hit by a cart, they're going to die. And yeah. that's the most painless way to die. That deer is probably unconscious. Trust me, I've been choked out a lot. Okay. That deer is probably unconscious in about seven seconds. Mm-hmm. And it was waking up from a nap. Can you imagine waking up from a nap and then just basically going yeah. right back to. I mean, you're not even going to know what's going on. Yeah, you're you just, barely
0: awake. You're like, what was that? And then you're going to heaven. Yeah.
1: And I mean, I sat there, man. And, uh, like I said, God wanted me to have that meat. I yeah. sat there. I said, layup, man. That's what I'm saying, man. Yeah. It, God put that deer there for me. I said a prayer. I was like, I said, thank you for right before I took the shot in my head. I said, God, thank you for giving this meat to me. My family needs it. I'm going to, you know, put it towards me, the kids, the girl, we're all going to eat good off this deer. Thank you so much. I'm so grateful. I take the shot and miss. Hmm. God said, you're going to have to work harder than that. Dang, (laughs) bruh. Yeah. God said, look, man. (laughs) Shit ain't easy out here, buddy. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Oh, man, that's a beautiful story, dude.
1: But, um you know that that's the most painless way to go out getting choked out think about it. deer get shot in the ass all the mm-hmm. time or the gut oh yeah and they run away they never get found they die three hours later they slowly bleed to death i mean or a
0: net get hit by a volvo get hit by a van imagine get, getting yeah. hit by a fucking van dude. Yeah, yeah not even an suv bro. and these assholes Fuck they don't that. even keep
1: the meat man yeah. they'll, they'll drive off and the deer's just sitting there moaning crying it's like Anytime I see a deer on the side of the road, if it's still alive, I'm cutting the throat and putting it in the trunk. You know, these people just drive off and leave them.
0: Yeah, and in a lot of areas, people want to say, like, yeah, I agree. Don't choke a deer out in the fucking middle of Beverly Hills, right? I get it. I understand how those people think that way. But in rural Arkansas or in a place where people eat meat, use it all the time, you know— man it's just part of life dude it's i'm
1: not opposed to choking one out in the park yeah out here what did you said beverly uh, park yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think we could, I could set it up yeah let's over go hunting in, man <laughs> in beverly park dude <laughs> i'm trying
0: to think of what you could catch around here you could probably shoot some antifa some of those people dude <laughs> S- yeah,
3: speaking funny. of uh here we have a question right here that came in but uh speaking of antifa uh i wanted to ask this you're you said you don't really go on the social media, but I'm wondering if your manager filled you in, like what kind of response you got after uh, Trump quote tweeted you?
1: Yeah, that's awesome.
3: Oh, man. yeah, it's a
0: wild try. Uh, you got a uh, quote <clears throat> from the president.
1: Man, that's amazing, man. Um, that's so wild, huh? Um, and like I said, my mom, she don't support my MMA career at all. She's always saying, I want you to quit. I want this to be the last one. I don't want you to do this again. But man... When she found out Donald Trump tweeted me, she called and she said, Oh my God. <laughs> she was just screaming. She said, Ah, Donald Trump. I mean, she, she likes Donald Trump a she lot. She was excited, you know. huh? She was super excited. I mean, that's probably the most proud of me she's ever been at the, the, and what's funny is, uh, uh, my papa, I love my papa very much. And this and, your uh, grandfather? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He's still alive. After my last fight, he said, uh, he said, Man, that was you did good and, and you know, I'm just telling him I love him and tell him thanks and everything and uh, I said, You see the governor text me? He said, The president texts you? I said, No, the president ain't texting me yet. I said, That might be a while. <laughs> the next fight the president mess, you know, messages me. I said, Wow. Isn't that's, that interesting? That's
0: amazing. And it, it's funny how sometimes you you can almost feel stuff like that. You can feel sometimes certain things going to happen in your life a little bit. Like, sometimes you get a little bit of a premonition yeah. in a weird way.
1: Yeah, I like that word, premonition. That's, that's I'm going to start using that word. That's what I get. I get premonitions and stuff. Yeah. And it's and like. those
0: are real, man. Those are really, really real. Like, I remember getting one of, uh, I remember, like, they have a an actor that hit me up about being in a movie uh, earlier this year. Mm-hmm. And a couple of weeks before, I've been looking on Instagram, and I'd seen that he liked something of mine. Mm -hmm. And I'd be like, man, it would be so wild if he hit me up and asked me about being in a film. Mm It would be so interesting. Mm -hmm. And then two weeks later, it happened. You know? Mm -hmm. It's just... I mean, it's just i mean i don't have any ego in it it's just interesting how those premonitions can be real sometimes people just shake them off like it's nothing no i
1: liked. i used to shake them off me too i used to shake them off bro and now i look at them like that i i know exactly what you're talking about i, yeah. I, I feel the same way about it man something it's almost strange and weird you know but yeah, yeah. I, I like those too myself yeah.
3: it's even more wild he asked you when you said no yeah, <laughs> yeah, and here's the craziest part about the movie. I'm walking down the street. So
0: I, I got into this film, and then I backed out of it. It was just uh-huh. too much of a time commitment. Yeah, I'm walking down the street the other night, and uh, I see a guy who's in the movie, and I said, "How's it going?" He's like, "Man, I'm just bummed. I have to fly back out tomorrow. We still got to shoot scenes. I got to fly back out in two weeks."
1: You didn't want and that I,
0: being you, right? And man, at that one moment, I was like, "Oh." I made the right choice for myself, you know, even though I think either choice would have been okay, but I was like, oh, I, I trusted whatever instinct was in me. Mm-hmm. I trusted it, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. did you always feel like, cause I know coming from like a humble beginning and that sort of place and coming from, a, you know, you know, just come from kind of like a, and I don't want to say redneck, I don't believe in a lot of that kind of stuff, but I think of like rural, you know, coming from a. More simpler place. Do you ever fe- did you ever feel like you were destined for something bigger? Um, like, did you ever honestly feel like that for yourself? Because some people never think that, you know, or never have that desire. Did you? That's a better word. That never. Some people never have that desire for something uh, bigger, more grandiose. Kind of. Um, did you ever think that, or is this all just been kind of like as your platform is growing and you know your name and in, in your sport? Is it just been kind of a surprise?
1: um i think that uh uh, what you just described there i've heard people that i train with because you know i've been talking about wanting to be in the ufc for over 10 years now since i mean i was it it's didn't you know this wasn't overnight this is a long time ago and when you first start everybody thinks that's impossible you know and i've heard people in the gym that i train with that are good people more talented than myself Mm -hmm. Uh, you know i don't have a lot of talent um you know i have a yeah, a, yeah that's you awesome know. Bro, me <laughs> you know i fucking work hard and i'm tough as shit and i'm not scared of nobody you know and that's oh that's, well then right. i don't have that dude i think i have some talent <laughs>
2: yeah, sorry, sorry.
1: <laughs> because, yeah sorry i don't
0: have that but i mean i, I work hard but i'm not tough as nobody <laughs> you, you definitely and i'm afraid hard, of a man. lot of shit man. <laughs> no you
1: definitely work hard
0: i have worked hard though
1: and uh
3: man uh the guys in the gym yeah they're more talented you say it
1: and yeah yeah, the guy in the gym you know and this was probably 10 more than 10 years ago dude said man i I said man can't you wait till we get to ufc isn't that gonna be fucking badass and he said uh man we're just never gonna make it from this little town that's what he said and uh so i i people do think about like stuff like that it's never stopped me ever um you know
0: yeah, it's just not part of your brain. It's not part of how your brain does it.
1: No, and I think it adds coolness to the story, too. You know, doing something from somewhere that a lot of other people aren't doing. You know, it just, it makes me unique. And not just my my personality or whatever, uh, where I'm from, it makes my fighting style unique. Mm-hmm. I'm doing some shit that's, that you know, I mean, I'm doing shit that you don't see it. It's some of these other gyms, man, where you got fifty MMA fighters. I mean, I'm doing some top secret shit. Yeah, I love <laughs> that, man.
0: And do you love that a little bit? I mean, do you uh, do. do you start to think like, what else can I do that is unique? You know, yeah, because things always evolve. You know, like yeah. I remember um, people started dribbling the basketball. Like the ba- like every little thing in sports, things always evolve. Some someone finds a new way of doing it, a little bit of a new way, or a new look, or a new vibe really Mm -hmm. um and is that something you start to feel a little bit like
1: man i wouldn't have imagined if 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 you'd have told me when i started uh that i would have evolved as much as and really nobody knows how much i've evolved as a fighter besides myself right because now i know what i'm capable of and i know where i started nobody else does they just see from the outside but i'm telling you man i would have never imagined there was uh so many and it's like every day You learn, you work something new and you're, you're always, I'm always trying to learn something new. I just wouldn't have imagined that it would, it'll probably be like that till I retire. And then after I retire, I'll just train for fun. And I'll probably be that old dude that still saved up a couple ass whoopings and have some new moves to try out on some young punk, yeah. you know, that's just talking some shit to me.
0: Take somebody fucking down at the <laughs> yeah. parking, over at Wally World yeah, or in the parking on, lot. Yeah, that's
1: right there in the Take parking lot, man. Hey, down, man, at Walmart. There's some assholes at Walmart, man. Dude, I'm telling, come on, man. I'm telling you right now. Dude,
0: they should make. And some people, man, they had this one family I know. They used to tie a couple carts together. You know when they bring the carts in, they'll push them all in? Well, this family, they would, like, uh, they would tie a couple carts in the front where it wouldn't come all the way back and they would just push like a train and just load them all up dude <laughs> have five or six kids hanging off kid between the tits one of the ladies got just one warm ass kid just like, sitting right there <laughs> some real premature i don't even think that kid i think he was real premature he's he yep. should still be on the inside but he's on the outside <laughs> she's got him just baking right between them fucking front breads man Um, we got a question that came in right here. We didn't get to it. Let's go.
3: Hey guys, this is Grace from Minnesota. And my question for you is, uh, what's the best compliment that you've ever received and who was it from? And my second question is, do you still have your underwear from the ultimate fighter
1: gang? (laughs) Man, look, I had to think about this one because there is a compliment that, I just can't remember it. But I remember getting that compliment and thinking, that might be the greatest thing somebody's ever said to me.
2: Hmm.
1: Just can't remember what the shit was, (laughs) man. Been hit to me damn times. (laughs) uh, But
0: could you have remembered before you were hit, I wonder? That's what I'm wondering.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. Here here it is. Here it is. Uh, It was somebody in the gym. Uh, And this might not... This is the best thing that I can think of right off the bat. Uh, Somebody came up to the gym after my fight, and uh, they said uh they they were all pumped up they're like we doing twisters tonight because i teach a jujitsu class i said hell yeah we're doing twisters tonight it was right after i got that twister mm-hmm. and so everybody's because if you show a twister but you've never done one in a competition everybody says oh this is some bullshit <laughs> yeah, you know, it, what that's kind true. of bullshit is this and i know it works because i do it all the time but after my fight now other people can say okay it really does work this kid's not on some crazy shit
0: yeah we'll learn the twister from him and yeah. so this
1: woman she come up to me and she said uh, i really like your coaching she said i you were born to do this. Wow. Yeah.
0: Even as a coach, huh? Mm-hmm. That's really yeah. She she
1: was talking about my coaching.
0: That's a compliment, huh?
1: Yeah. That's probably one of the greatest compliments somebody ever told me. And why? That, that's more than just saying you're a good coach. Yeah. That's
0: what made you feel good about it.
1: Just on the inside, man. Just made me feel like I have a purpose. You know. Yeah. And and I mean that's the the ultimate goal, I guess, of a coach is to make you know feel like you have a purpose, like you're helping these people. Yeah. But
0: uh <clears throat> Is it is it important for you to help other people?
1: Hell yeah, dude. I want to train some ninjas, man. Hell yeah. I if somebody fucks with one of my ninjas in the Walmart parking lot, man, I want them twisting them up in a pretzel. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What I'm saying? Bro. Hey, and when Annies, I, bro, you're gonna open up a new Aunt
2: Annie's. And that's what I'm dude, saying, yeah. man.
1: Um and I take it I take it um super serious, uh, trying to coach the technique just down to the little nitty gritty details. Don't lock like your hands this way, do it this way, or vice versa, you know, just Um, and, uh, I forgot where I was going with that, but yeah, I I take it serious. You know, I I really want to do the best that I can.
0: Being a coach. Yeah. It's nice, man. It's nice to have, uh, yeah, appreciation for what you do. I wonder sometimes if I would ever teach comedy. I don't think I would. I think it's such an individual type of thing where it's just your own personality and Mm -hmm. stuff. I don't think there's anything. People always ask me like, "How, how how do I get into comedy? I get, you know, a lot of people that send that in and, and I'm grateful for people asking me. Um, but it's really just, with that, it's just practice, you know, there's not Mm. really a technique you can learn from anyone else, you know, uh, so in that sense, I can't relate to some of that, but what did you say? A great compliment. Um, somebody told me one time, this girl said, what I like about your comedy is for smart people and dumb people. Yeah. She said, yeah. (laughs) And... That made me feel pretty good, I think. Hell yeah. Because I never knew which one I was anyway. So I think it made me feel pretty good. We got to I mean, mix of both. Yeah. <laughs> a mix of both. It and that's it okay. Both. Yeah. Dude, where I would grew up, man, it was embarrassing to be smart if you were smart. Yeah. Do you ever remember anything like that? Like if somebody was fucking smart, dude look at this motherfucker
1: i mean they definitely stand out i wouldn't say we made fun of them but you know be like, that's a smart dude yeah, yeah that's a fucking smart
0: dude bro like i remember yeah some people did not want anything to do with fucking the alphabet mm-hmm. or fucking ideas bro i remember mm-hmm. trying to tell the kid what an idea was <laughs> yes. i'm like dude it's like when something comes into your head that you don't really know and he's like, "What the fuck are you talking about, man? You <laughs> had an idea, bro." He goes, "Oh man, you missed me with all of that shit." I said, "Fuck you, never
1: had an idea." But <laughs> well, she was, uh, she's asking about those boxers too, and about them boxers, I have at least like ten packs of them left. Yeah, because
0: that was the main prize. That's the main thing you took, huh?
1: Yeah, on the show they let you request stuff, and so that's all I requested was boxers, and so I got ten packs of boxers. They're, I mean, I'm going to have boxers from that show for the next probably 10 years, at least. Amen, hey, man. man. Mm-hmm. We're going
0: to fucking, we're going to keep you, we're going to make you keep your word on that, dude.
1: <laughs> and if she was talking about the bloody ones, I don't know if she was talking about the blood because that's the one that I ripped my nuts up in. Uh-huh.
0: And, uh huh.
1: And the boxers are fine. They just have blood all over them. But uh, we were going to frame them. Put them in a frame and you know just tell people a story.
0: Oh, I and, thought you uh, meant use them in a crime. <laughs>
1: no, <laughs> I'm like Damn, frame a motherfucker. What, what, kind of, like, what kind of crime? <laughs> well, uh, we, just got we gonna fucking yeah. lay them by a murder. <laughs> you know what I'm I didn't know what you meant, man. <laughs> Well, uh, but yeah, we it started smelling so bad. Oh, they yeah. They started smelling just this god awful, just blood and semen smell. So it's like <laughs> fuck that, man. We just power washed them and now I wear them. Oh hell yeah, That's right. <laughs> <laughs> do you really hell yeah oh that's beautiful it's a good dude. pair i mean they didn't get ripped i mean that's solid material <laughs> yeah that's pressure washing dude <laughs> yeah.
0: that's fucking dude you ever get one of those pressure washers on the ones you use at home those things are fucking nice yeah they're they?
1: strong as shit mm-hmm. dude,
0: some of them are real strong if, if you get the industrial one the one that have like the gas powered dude that thing almost cut your skin open sometimes. you know they
1: cut like machines that cut through metal that's maybe they use lasers on some of them but a lot of them just use water yeah to cut through metal it's crazy, huh? Yeah. I mean, you really some of them, use. I've heard of them using sand or something. Sand, there's lasers, but water will cut right through metal if it comes out with enough pressure. It's wild, huh? Mm-hmm.
0: Dude, lasers are wild, bro. I remember when I was growing up, dude, you tell people, what is the thing? Oh, lasers, bro. If you wanted fucking to sell something to somebody, they'd be like, dude, you want to buy this hat? They'd be like, nah, I don't want it. They'd be like, dog, it's
1: got lasers on it. They'd be like, all right, <laughs> I'll take it, dude. Fucking rural people love lasers, man. Yeah, I think that the... Uh, As far as secret weapons go and shit, I definitely think the government's got some badass lasers. I I think we could melt some motherfuckers if we wanted to. That's one thing I do believe in is secret weapons as far as they go. I think we got some type of ghetto invisibility type thing yeah and, and i think it's
0: boot then i will say the, the invisibility i bet is fucking bootleg like you just can still still people's shoes yeah like you yeah. can still see their shoes or you can it's, still like hear, yeah, hear their keys jingling but like, it's
1: good enough yeah, where you know enough, yeah. yeah i think we got invisibility it just is kind of shaky right yeah, now it's kind of shaky we definitely like every got now and legs. then you kind of show up for <laughs> half a second <laughs> yeah. you're like Fuck. yeah, yeah but fucking i guarantee you, we got some lasers that could melt the motherfucker. Guarantee oh, you. I
0: believe that, man. I, you know, they have a laser where you look at the stuff they can hear through walls. You know that. Mm-hmm. So they could put a laser on your house and hear what you're saying. Mm. That's crazy, man. Mm-hmm. Let's see what kind of secret weapons they got, Nick. Can you Google secret weapons for people?
3: If they come up on Google, I think that's a failure of a secret weapon. But. Oh, that's a good point, dude.
0: <laughs> dude, they used to have. Look, they have a museum in Philadelphia where you can go, and they have all the spy stuff that they ever use mm-hmm. for spies. Like they have like a little camera that like a bird would wear, and he'll fly out and mm-hmm. see stuff.
1: Is that in DC or Phil? You said Philadelphia. This is Philadelphia. How they close may is, have it in DC too. How close is Philadelphia to DC? I think it's
0: probably about a three-hour drive. Okay, never mind.
1: Well, my buddy he was telling me because uh, when I was up in DC. He's uh he's in all shit like that. He said, "Man, you got to go to the spy museum." Oh, wow. Yeah. So either they have one in DC or he was mistaken about the one in Philadelphia. It could, could be. be some of them travel
0: to different spots, I think. Could could like be they'll like do that. like, yeah, a couple mm-hmm. months here cuz it was not a whole museum. I will say this, it was just an exhibit at a museum. mm mm-hmm. Mhm uh 10 or
3: less secret weapons right there number 10 laser
1: look that's the first one on the list Fucking i can tell you right shit. now that's that's what i said that's n- number one on the list everybody knows when you start going down that list it's going to get more top secret yeah. We're talking about some butt bombs, man. You know, some, yeah. just, some dirty, dirty shit.
0: Dude, I'm talking fucking lasers, Acoustic
1: bro. devices. That's it. That's long range acoustic. That ain't going to work mm-hmm. on me, man. Look at these ears. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to block out 90%. God damn, oh, yeah, bro.
0: That shit ain't going to work just on me. That's almost wood on the edges, mm-hmm. dude. You I'm got that be... <laughs> wood grain exterior, boy. what no, I'm
1: saying, man. That, shit ain't, that acoustic shit ain't going to work on me, buddy. Now, harp... Do you know about that harp stuff? Uh-uh. They're supposed to control the weather with it. I believe it. I believe they are controlling the weather and shit with it. Man, I wouldn't be shocked, dude. I don't know about all this Thor stuff. I don't know what that is. What is this? Flying aircraft carriers? The United
0: States began exploring the tactical potential of airborne aircraft carriers.
3: That'd be sick. You got planes flying out of a plane? That'd be dope. Yeah.
0: The future,
1: bro. Subliminal messaging, well, that's, bro. That's,
0: Go that's, back to that, That's dude.
1: been going on. That's been going on. Subliminal
0: messages used extensively in advertising, dude. That shit happens all the time. Yeah,
1: that's that's not even no secret. That's just a that's a thing. They're definitely.
0: Oh, I'll be thinking about like uh some chicks or something, dude. I walk outside, three chicks will walk by, and I'll be like, "What the fuck, <laughs>
3: dude?" I was just thinking about chicks. <laughs> that's crazy, man. Um, any other questions, Nick? Uh, I just had one. So you signed with UFC. You had fights left when you signed. Did they like resign you? Did you think about like waiting it out and like cuz like PFL, they got their tournament for a million dollars. Rory McDonald just signed with them. Uh did you ever think of that as a thing cuz I I could, you could beat Lance Palmer. Yeah.
1: Um uh, man, that PFL. Um man, I was in I was signed to WSOF when they went bankrupt and turned into PFL. Yeah. So but my and I'm not here to put nobody on blast. Everything was fine and worked out, but my World Series of fighting contract was going terrible, man. They they didn't find me the number of fights that they said that they would. And they would only like Bellator offered me before I signed USC, Bellator offered and WSOF wouldn't let me fight for Bellator. So it's like I missed a Bellator opportunity and them mm. fuckers wouldn't find me a fight. They signed a contract saying they will find me four fights in two years. Two years went by, I only had one fight with them. And I was begging I was begging them for fights. Like, gimme one, gimme one, and they just kept putting me on the back burner like I'm fucking, you know, fuck you. Put you know, we got we got other people fighting, you know, other bigger people to worry about. So it just pissed me off. Well, two years goes by that shit. Damn. And, A long time. And well, something wasn't going on right with that company, because they went under. That was WSOF. They went under bankrupt whole World Series of Fighting? Yes. Yeah. WSOF, yep. Damn and uh
0: yeah it sounded like it would go under. <laughs> yeah, and, <laughs> almost. And
1: they went under. Well, dude calls me and starts begging me, "Hey, sign over to uh and this is after being in a contract bad for 2 years, begging them for bites. So I'm never calling you, contacting you." Mm-hmm. And he says, "He calls me one day and says, "Hey, man, you want to be a millionaire?" And I'm like, "What's up?" You know, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, that's a good, that's yeah. a good response. <laughs> you know, like, "What what's going on?" He says, "Well, we're we're doing a new tournament, and if you just sign, this new contract, you can be a millionaire, and that's what he says word for word. And I'm thinking, no, yeah. fuck this, I'm out. Because once the company goes under, my contract's void. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's sitting there telling me, you could be a millionaire this time next year, you could be a millionaire. And and sure enough, PFL is doing
3: great. I don't know where they're getting their money from, though. I don't either. I think they're going to go bankrupt
1: too. But as far as right now, he was right. Right. He, so he was right. He he wasn't lying, but. During that period of time, I'd already had it was it was not going. Yeah, he had well. a bad
0: experience with him,
1: and so he just calls me up one day after not calling me for months, not answering my texts and shit. And then he says, "Do you want to be a millionaire?" Yeah, and I'm just thinking, "All right, it's some get rich quick. That's bullsh- like Ed Sullivan <laughs>
0: or something. Like it's like somebody bringing that big check to your house on that yeah. commercial Reader's Digest or some kind yeah. of shit." Yeah,
1: and so uh, I instantly got out of that contract, and then I went to the Ultimate Fighter, mm. and then I signed a six fight to go on the Ultimate Fighter. You had to sign a six-fight deal. And so I was three fights through it. And that's when you, I guess, typically renegotiate. renegotiate, After about three fights or halfway. And so that's what i had done. And they offered me almost double. And so I took it, you know. And, uh, yeah, I'm happy with it, you know. Because even if you uh, win that, the the UFC has more exposure. Mm -hmm. It has the most exposure out of all the, the, even if I would have won that million dollars, it's not as, uh. Everybody knows it's not the same as the UFC yeah you know, the yeah. uFC is the best of the best Lance Palmer's not the best one forty five he might be the richest now <laughs> but you
0: know do you feel good about the choices you've made so far i mean uh, it seemed like you wait a while to take a fight you know it's like um yeah. are are you more anxious now to speed that up or are you just still kind of uh, you know do you still kind of set in, in, in kind of your planning and stuff
1: uh I get like those premonitions about when I should fight next, and whenever I get that feeling, that's when I'll. I, but I get this feeling like, okay, it's time now, and uh just for whatever, I, I just make up my mind, and this is what I want to do it. And uh but I just feel like after that last fight, they're they're trying so hard to fucking push me. They're like, and uh look what they done this, and I and I am ready. I'm telling you right now, I could fight any given fucking day, and on that for that 145 title and Mm -hmm. i have the ability to to win i don't just want to win i want to dominate i want to be at the best of my ability i want to do things correctly progress and be the best that i can be when i get there but if they offered to fight to me tomorrow the title fight yeah i'd take it but what they're trying to do is rush me into some fight um like they was trying to get me to fight in february real quick you know and uh seems a little quick. It's just a little quick, man, because the the weight cuts hard on you. You know, you lose 20 pounds in 2 days and your stomach's fucked up. You're not, you know, it's just like just give me a And here's another thing about training for a specific opponent. Like if you're fighting somebody in 2 or 3 months, um you do not develop the same as you do when you're not focused on somebody. When you're focused on somebody, mm-hmm. yes, you're developing, but you're more worried about continuously doing a couple things because you oh, know those i see co- what you're saying those, yeah of course like when i'm fighting matt sales <clears throat> i'm not going working my karate right you know i'm really not i'm not um
0: you can't train the same because you're you training can, for that opponent for
1: that motherfucker and yes you get very good it it doing what you're doing but it gets uh repetitious yeah it gets repetitious. It gets uh, boring mm-hmm. and it's by the time the fight gets there you're just so fucking ready to fight the dude you know what you want to do you've been practicing it for months and it's like it it kind of uh and the fight is fun and everything but just the training is fun too and i like going into training knowing i can work whatever i want to work and that's how i believe that I develop myself. That's how I work on my weird shit. You know, that's how I get good at twisters. That's how I get good at things that I do that a lot of other people don't. It's because I'm relaxed in the gym. I'm having fun. I'm trying to challenge myself. If I know I'm fighting Matt Sells, I'm not going out and fucking, you know, doing doing things to develop myself further i'm more just like uh focusing on a few things like Mm -hmm. i need to do this this and this and that's gonna win me this fight get my family this fucking money Mm -hmm. and that's what i have to do anything else i consider like fucking around you know Hey, it's man.
3: like it's like uh, you doing a big show, but then also going work out at a club, and you can just kind of do your thing. You go do a show, you're like, I want to give them the best. You always talk about it. Yeah, but, yeah. You can practice on your own. <laughs> same concept.
0: Yeah, it really is, man. It's funny. I thought about that. It was like sometimes I have to if I know I'm trained, like just doing a tour or something, you have to keep doing a lot of the same material, and it'll evolve some. Yeah. But at a certain point, it does. Some of the repetition gets to be a lot. Mm-hmm. Whereas it's nice when you don't have to have a like a s- tape in a comedy special or something or a certain tour and then you could just be free yeah and your brain's yeah. free to think your too. brain is free you feel, your brain is free yeah. That's, nothing yeah
1: that that's why i started that's why i'm in love with it is because of uh just having the fun in the gym it's like a, a reset for me if i you know well, no matter what's going on i go in the gym and i have some fun it's like oh, it, it releases fun. these chemicals you know you feel all good relax your buddies are there and that's why i love to do it you know amen man
0: um the money some of the money that you made you guys or what are you guys doing with it
1: I'm, uh, I invested in, I got two LLCs, so Dang, I got bro. some, got a little bit of, uh, rent houses going, mm-hmm. just trying to do, you know, and they won't pay themselves off for another 10 15 years, but that's for when I'm retired, you know? Yeah. Uh, so one day, hopefully them rent houses will pay themselves off. Uh, one of my teachers, he's a, he's a financial advisor. I'm probably gonna, you know, give him some money, put in some stocks. Mm-hmm uh just because it's like a passive form of income I don't have to monitor it you know I pay him a fee and he fucking does all of it mm-hmm. so I'm going to do a little bit of that and uh so those are some of my investments and uh then I'm going to just going to build a little place like a metal house like a pole barn mm-hmm. I'm I'm building one at my place and then that's going to be able to store for what like my, a cook shed or something no uh for the kids to stay in and for all the farming equipment and a uh, training facility i'm putting a small gym at my place so like i won't be able to do like everything that you do at a regular gym and you know what i'm saying but if i just want to have one or two buddies over or three buddies over we could train right there in my garage oh, that'd be nice. and so i'll be training at my own place three four or five times a week now nice, you know man. so just extra training i'll have all that and once that that metal building gets built mm-hmm. i'm i'm going to be a farmer because i've got my equipment i could store things right now if i got a bunch of corn i wouldn't fucking have anywhere to put it dude yeah. i'd fill up my trailer with corn
0: yeah you'd be, <laughs> you know yeah, sleeping on it
1: i'd make a joke about that but it'd be corny <laughs> <laughs> dude
0: one of my favorite things was whenever the uh one of these cameras beep nick it was this one. one oh was okay cool um One of my favorite things was sometime whenever the combine, we would run the combine through like the, uh, through the fields, you know, and going and jumping in all that corn when it was filled up in there, man, it was fucking awesome. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Emptying out into these big, like, just like, uh, basically I guess they're like, uh, what is like a, like a thing you put on the back of a 18 wheeler or something, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's the tops open and we just get Mm -hmm. in there and fucking just sit in there and all that corn. It smells like bread. It smells like fresh baked bread. Mm-hmm. when you get in there um and your lady everything good with the
1: lady everything's good to go brother <laughs> yep. that's
0: awesome man and she has a couple of children
1: right yeah she's got two kids uh everything couldn't be any better and yeah
3: it's going good
0: nice man cool man well um we just want to thank you for coming on Anything yeah. else you have?
3: That's it That's it for me. Yeah.
0: Thank you so much,
3: Thank Bryce you, Mitchell, brother. man. Best of luck Thank to you. Thank you very much, And we'll brother. be cheering you on, Thank brother. Thank so yeah. I got to take a piss like
1: Do you?
0: Brave. Yeah, do piss wherever you want, dude. <laughs> You're Bryce Mitchell.
4: Now I'm just floating on the breeze And I feel I'm falling like these leaves I must be cornerstone Oh, but when I reach that ground I'll share this piece. I can feel it in my bones But it's gonna take a little time For me to set that parking brake And let myself on my shine